This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Special request tonight, lad, from the man himself, Mr. Jack Hunt. Well then you goal again today, fella. Keep the faith, but we're all drinking. Because mine's a double, baby. Word in gas is for you. Gregory. We left it late. Gregory. Play of place. Jack comes got another goal. Oh, my guy is on a roll. And when we walk the Wembley way, up the fucking Wednesday, it will be, it will be so nice. Keep the faith, but the lads come on. Wallace dips inside and hits. Hello and welcome to the Wednesday Till I Die podcast. My name is James Mappin and this week, the same as every other week, I'm, I have Liam Russell and former Al Giles Cook alongside me. Uh, we're going to be talking about yet another home win of the season. We left it late, absolute limbs when the goal went in in injury time, but we managed a 2-1 victory against a struggling AFC Wimbledon side, which debunked the myth of the new manager bounce. It was our 14th home win of the season, which gave us another three points that lifts us ahead of Oxford into fifth place and three points clear of seventh in the race for one of the playoff places. Uh, we'll be discussing the goals, the major talking points, as well as all the individual performances in today's show. And not only that, we'll also be talking about whether we should sign Harley Dean at the end of the season. Uh, obviously, our ridiculous home form. I'll also be testing Liam and Giles' knowledge on the American Wednesday players uh, and also asking a question. Well, I hope you didn't all fall for the April Fool's joke, by the way, the other day. But uh, but also, how would you feel if we became the Red Bull Owls? Um that's all to come later, but first, Liam, mate, how are you? Feeling a little bit delicate, I take it. 
just a bit, mate. <laughs> good, good day down in London yesterday, but uh, yeah, feeling a bit fragile today. Can I just say a shout out to the intro? Yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah. That uh, for those wondering that that song uh, you heard before the intro was a guy who goes under the name of Carlton underscore CD on Twitter. So for the past couple of weeks, he's been posting these these songs. Uh, I just hope it carries on until the end of the season, to be fair. So, because uh, I, I had a proper giggle with on that one. So go and check him out and give him a give him a follow. Um, Giles, mate, how are you? You all right? All good, mate. All good. Loved that intro. Yeah, we're good, weren't it? Very funny. <laughs> you, should, you should see, he did another one as well when uh, when Jack Hunt scored last week against Cheltenham. And then Jack Hunt actually tweeted him this this week saying, uh, another song, uh, Carlton. So, uh, so yeah, hopefully he carries on doing them because that's what you want in it. You know, have, have fun and what have you. And yeah, it's uh, it's what you love to see. Um, have you seen Daniel Padil's goal? Obviously, he's turning out for the Hammer and Pincers who play in uh, Division I 1. I've heard it's a screamer. Yeah, he plays in Division 1, Sheffield and District Fair Play League. You know, don't ask me what tier that is. I've absolutely no idea. But uh, yeah, is it is it a free kick from about what? 25 yards would you say yeah, well, i'll just say my pal plays in the same league for beer house fc uh, and i saw someone put a video up of his free kick and i, was, I messaged him like bloody hell i've just seen your free kick mate world day and then i've just seen that one in the same league so i'm gonna have to message him a bit and say not best free kick in the week this league, yeah, did, this weekend yeah, was it? Didn't, didn't win go- <laughs> didn't win goal of the day but no that's like i mean he must be an absolute cheat code in that league to be fair he's what 30 what did we say 36 year old but you know, still turning out for for them on a what Saturday, Sunday, whenever they whenever they play. Um, another thing before we get go, get underway, um, superstitions. I just got me thinking when I were on, on way to match. I put a tweet out. We'll read a few of them out in a second. But Liam, have you got any superstitions? Like, to be on fair, a match day? I haven't anymore. I used to be quite superstitious. I was like off the tram, Leppings Lane, Berez, Jumbo, everything on, cutting off. Half while you're walking to the match. Save the other <laughs> half for when you sat down. <laughs> Same seat. All yeah. that jazz. But all to right. be fair, I don't do that route anymore. So uh, all right, fair enough. Same same turnstile. Yeah. Not much. And then obviously, if you're winning, you don't move. You don't change seats. No, I know what you mean. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I won't say I'm that superstitious at all, to be honest. But uh, I can see some people are. G- Giles, are you superstitious, mate? No, nah, I'm not. Have you seen some, like, I bet in your time you've seen some weird, I mean, I've heard, like, people put, you know, left sock on, left shoe, yeah, left boot, yeah, and yeah. then they put the right Probably ones on. That. Leave their shirt last to put on. Um, some people have to be last out of the changing room. But that's funny if it's two two people that want to be last. Yeah, the same and they're arguing, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, footballers have some, some odds. I'm going to say aren't quite a lot superstitious, like a lot of footballers. Or... Yeah, 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 a lot of them are. Yeah, 100%. You just don't give a I shit. Listen, I, if it is, it is what it is, really, you know what I mean? I'm, not for me, anyway. I'm just getting on with it, fucking hell. I used to be superstitious when I used to play football manager. I always used to like think that um, you know, if, I, if I had certain songs on, like whilst I'm playing it, I'd, I'd put a certain <laughs> song on when I was playing it because I'd always <laughs> win, but obviously then I'd lose, so then that would load of bollocks. But I'd like, yeah, that's that's as superstitious as, that, as I've got, to be honest. I know, obviously, Awusu used to vomit, didn't he, before every game. Um well, I heard Tom Lees used to do that as well. I don't yeah. know if it's true or not. Yeah. Was it Awusu that was saying that it became so obviously it was like an issue and then he didn't do it every game, but then he felt like he had to do it every game because yeah, if that makes sense. 
Yeah, yeah, de- definitely. But uh, I mean, I've actually asked the the question on Twitter as well, and I've got a few a few comments. I'll read a few out. Steve Turner, um, he always goes through the same turnstile with the light above it. Of that's on North Stand from Penniston Road. None of the others have a light above it. He says he don't know why, but he always goes through that one. Quite a few mentioned turnstile. To be fair, going through the same turnstile. Joe Neal, he absolutely has to wear the nineteen ninety one League Cup final replica shirt every single game. Um, Cat. She said she's got loads. Same turnstile, same colour socks, same table in the cafe before the match, same parking space. Uh, wow. And if she and if she sees a magpie before the game, she says that we're going to lose. So I'm guessing there were no magpies this week or last week either, because obviously we've uh, we've won both those those games. But yeah, it's, um, yeah, superstitions. My missus is always bad for it. You know, like walking on three grates on on pavement and walking under. Trap, you know, uh, road signs and, and what have you like that. She's like, no, don't do it. And like, crossing on the stairs. Yep, crossing on there's the stairs. There's loads. Yeah, there's, yeah there's, <laughs> the list could go on. If you've got any superstitions, then let us know. You know if you follow us on Twitter, it's at WTID pod and let us know what your match day superstitions are. Um, let's go on to the game then. 2 1 win against uh, AFC Wimbledon. Obviously, before the game, we mentioned that they'd not won in 20. It did have the feeling of like, you know, the whole it's the typical Wednesday that that they're going to turn us over, and you know it's always like the team that's out of form when they play us, they they get a win. But we, you know, I know we mentioned it on Wednesday, but were you fairly confident going into? It? Obviously, they've got a new manager, aren't they, as well? Which does yeah, change I think, a little bit. I think, like we said, I was confident, and then the manager it does, you know, it gives you a bit of like I don't know, not less faith, but you know what I mean. There's there's a spannering works in there, yeah, and then. But no, I, I, I thought we'd win. I, I still thought we'd win. Um, even with the new manager, I thought we'd win. Were you confident going into that game, Giles? Uh, yeah. Um, I thought that we'd win the game. I just, like I said, like Liam said, when when we saw that the new manager was announced the day before, in my head I was thinking it's not going to be as easy as I first thought, right? So when I saw the score, I wasn't that surprised that it was a tight game scoreline wise and you know we we nicked it in the last minute of a 2-1 but reading up on things and and talking to people they've said that we actually played not too bad and kind of dominated the game in large spells yeah Um, when you look at the possession stats didn't we yeah I mean look at possession stats it were like 72 28 or whatever it were which I mean I know possession doesn't doesn't tell the whole story because obviously we'll come on to it later but they could have they could quite easily won it in the you know late on to be fair, but um, but yeah, I mean we'll go on to team selection first. One change from this from the team that beat Cheltenham last week. Uh, Dominic Iorfa came in. Jordan Story out. Um, personal reasons were cited for the reason that uh, Jordan Story missed. Nothing other than other than personal reasons, and he might be. Um, apparently, Darren Moore said after the game that he might not be back for the Bolton game either. So whatever it is, I hope. Um, it gets resolved and everything's all sorted, and, and Jordan's story's all right because he's been uh, he's been solid since we since he's come in from Preston. So I, hope, I said I hope that gets all sorted. Um, the other talking point that we were kind of mentioning were whether Nathaniel Mendes Lang would keep his place up top. Obviously, Berahino's come back off international duty, which is why he didn't play last week. Um, but yeah, Mendes Lang started alongside Lee Gregory with Berahino on the bench. Um, what do you think to that starting lineup? Then Liam, obviously the the story thing is you know that were a force change, so not much we could we could have done about that. But the decision to go with Nathaniel Nathaniel Mendes Lang up front, what did you think to that one? Yeah, I mean, it, I think all things suggested to me that Berahino was probably going to play. To be honest, because 
He only played one game and came home early, didn't he, from international yeah, yeah. duty. So that made it seem like he was going to play. But I suppose don't change a winning side. I know we had to change it, uh, unfortunately. But maybe that's the... So I wasn't too... Like I said the other day, I'd have probably played Berahino, but I wouldn't have been surprised if this was the the outcome. Do you know what I mean? For yeah, the... for me, I just think Nathaniel Mendes-Lang just isn't a striker. Like We saw that last week against Cheltenham and we mentioned it last week. And he did exactly the same. I, I don't know whether it is a... We, we spoke, didn't we, midweek, Giles, saying how he could have been given a free role and he could have been told to, you know, be marauding around and popping up on the left. But I thought he kind of... There, there were times where you wanted him in the box, the ball goes in and you've only got one man to aim at, which is Gregory. Because um, he's... You look and think, where is he? Oh, he's, he's out wide or whatever. Now, I know the goal that we scored... You know, he, he he picks the ball up and he lays it off to to Barry Bannon. So you could argue there that it clearly worked in that in that instance. But I thought there were a lot of times where, like I said, he should be in the box. And also, I think he hindered Marvin Johnson quite a bit because he, he popped up on the on the left hand side quite a lot. Um, could, could that possibly be a, a, an instruction from Darren Moore? Or I I, I just think it he's could just, be. It I'd, could be. I just think that he's he's so used to playing out there all his career. That he's just, I don't know, he's just, he just like, he feels more comfortable there. Yeah, I think, I think you're right. It, it, it could be a tactic from Darren Moore, but then again, it could be because he's naturally, you know, been playing wide his career. He just naturally drifts, drifts to the wing. Like I remember what happened with Henri when Henri was playing up top, he always drifts, drifted to the wing, right? And he used to, you know, run them channels and, and then come, come inside and, and, and whip it. Maybe Mendes Lang has, you know, a bit similar. Yeah. A similar role, like in in that sense. Uh, sorry, in that sense. Um, but the, the other thing for me, though, he doesn't he doesn't like the ball to feet, or or he doesn't play. Better. He wants the ball in in space to run onto it, like he does on the wing. You know, mm. he, when he's playing up top, he, you do, especially when you come up against a team. You know, when we're at home, like AFC Wimbledon, we played relatively deep. You know, there weren't much space in behind for us to. For him to use his pace and, and get in, they were, you know, they were pretty. I wouldn't say they were camped on outside their eighteen-yard box, but they were playing fairly deep. And so he's always got to come and, and receive that ball to feet. And whereas Gregory is the the master at, at doing that, he's fantastic. Mendes Lang isn't, and I, I just think that in playing up front, like I don't know. I, I know you said there, Liam, about not changing the winning side, but for me, Giles, like I, I'd have I'd have stuck Berahino up top. To be fair, you think. Yeah, I just think that these. He's so a what, does it like not play very well? I mean, I won't say he didn't play very well, but I just, I just don't think he's av, as effective as a striker than he is as as a as a winger. Oh, I know we don't play with wingers; we play with you know wing backs. But for me, it'd be he's much more influential. So where would you have played him? Well, I'd have played him on. Well, I, you can't play him on the left because Marvin Johnson's having a, a fantastic season. It would then be really harsh to play him on the right and drop Jack Hunt because. He's also, you could argue, having a great season. He scored a goal. You, you, you know, I've been, I was saying, dropping for Jack Hunt. Jack Hunt's popped up with a goal, which we'll talk about in a second. But so you, you could say that it were right. To to, bench, it, really. So yeah, and which is, I mean, you think talking, you know, four, five, six weeks ago, or whatever, we didn't have any players. Did we? They were all injured, and now we're saying we're going to have to leave a player out because mm. even though we, you know, we we haven't got we haven't got a place for him, which is mad, isn't it, really? No, it's mad, but I personally would have would have played Mendes leg up top. People might think why, but 
I keep going back to last week, winning team, keep the momentum. Um, and of course, Beherino, I can't even say his name. Beherino. 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 Sido, just call him Sido, man. Sido, no, let's call him Sido. Yeah. Um, he, he's come back from international duty, right? So I know he's only played one game, but he's still traveling. So for me, I'd keep, I would have kept the team. I, and obviously you've said the story had to come out. So for me, I think I author would have gone in. Yep. If I was the manager, I think that's the, that would have been the right choice over Dunkley. Um, and, and everything else stayed the same. Yeah. I mean, for, for me, the game on a, on the whole, it was just a very frustrating afternoon I think is how you would kind of sum it up I get we won the game 2-1 and you know the the emotions when we scored that last minute winner is were absolutely amazing and you know won't change it for anything um but on reflection of the whole game it just it was a frustrating afternoon I thought I thought we played good football um stroking it around quite nice you know we looked in control for much of the game again if you look at the the possession stats you can see that they all they touched it we had most of the most of the ball I don't think we created enough clear-cut chances. I mean, we did have some clear-cut chances, don't get me wrong, but for the dominance of the possession, you know, they did well to kind of contain us. Um, I just thought it was going to be one of them days, you know, Accrington, Mark II, Gillingham, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, where we where we just um, get outdone by a, a team that's, you know, time-wasting and, and what have you. And I thought it was going to be another, you know, another two drop points, but credit to them. You know, they've had another, they've had a game plan, um, you know, teams come to Hillsborough and, and try and scrape a point and, and do the best to, to stop us from playing. I mean, it's awful to watch, almost embarrassing at times, you know, with the time wasted and, and what have you. Um, I mean, I don't even know how refs let them get away with it. I mean, once we've, it, I, know, I think I've touched on this a few times, but it's got to be frustrating, hasn't it, Giles, when a team is time wasting that that much? Like, do you yeah. sometimes think, come on, come on, ref? I mean, are you, are you at the ref at this point saying, come on, ref, like, He's oh yeah, you've got to be at the ref, but it's part and parcel of football. These are little things that you know, as fans, and if you're on the opposition side, you you don't like these things, but it happens in football. Do you think? And I'm sure Sheffield Wednesday would be doing that if they get to the playoffs, and it's a semi-final, kill it. They, I don't know against Sunderland or someone at the Stadium of Lights, one nil, five minutes to go. I'm sure that the players, Marvin Johnson or Jack Hunt, might be just slowly walking towards the ball if it's off yeah. for a... Do you know what I mean? Mag it, magic sponge will be coming out, won't it? Physio will be coming exactly. out with magic sponge and his magic spray. Exactly. <laughs> we had a doubt, it, yeah. It's all little games that, 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 it, that we play in football, right? Do you think the two refs aren't quick enough to get cards out? Because if they started booking people, they'd carry it. They'd, yeah, yeah, yeah. They'd get on Listen, with it, I think, I think it will definitely clamp down, wouldn't it? If, especially goalkeepers. Goalkeepers love it, don't they? Oh, yeah. We put, the ball, they put the ball down. Every and then time... Go back and then they might scratch the head or kick, kicking, kicking, um, swap it to the other side. Oh, exactly, exactly. Side, the goalkeepers are the worst for it and they piss. And me when off. they wait, when they do that, when um, it's at the end and they go up to collect the ball and they drop to the oh, floor, even when they don't need to, and then stay on the floor for about no lie, about 15 20 seconds. <laughs> Was it Thinger Kyle Walker? Did he end up in net for City right? Like. Yeah, in Champions last, League, weren't it? Yeah, yeah. And he did the same thing, didn't he? They were like, they were like looking at him just to say, Good out then. So he like fell down, didn't it? Um, I mean, Opta, Opta put a piece out the other day. Talk, I mean, it were mainly talking about the difference um, 
from the Premier League and then going down the t- like the, the tiers and down to League Two and what have you, you know, uh, percentage of shots outside the box and blah, 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 blah. But one of the things was the amount of time that the ball's in play on average in a, you know, Premier League game, League One, Championship, etc. So, go on there. I'll ask you both this question. How much, well, in minutes, how, how much is the ball in play in a League One game on average, would you say? And I bet you can't get it right. Well, you might, you uh, might do. About 24 minutes. <laughs> 24 minutes? Well, it felt like Six, 24. 64 minutes. Six, 50, 51 minutes. Wow. 50, so this, what's that? 39 <laughs> minutes where the ball is out of play, which is absolutely crazy. And you yeah. get, board goes up, one minute. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah. I, I, it's that crazy. That is crazy. I remember there was one years ago for Stoke. You know, when the people obviously were battering Stoke yeah. were playing the football they played when they were in the Premier League. What, under, under Pulis for that? Yeah, yeah, and just how <laughs> theirs was so much less than everybody else's, like the other games in the league. Yeah. This is, a, like I said, quite a few years ago, but it, just, it is mad, isn't it? Yeah, I just couldn't believe it, mate. Like, 51 minutes, like... What's in the Premier League, then? I think it's about 58 or something, or nearly that. Yeah. It's not much more, but it's obviously it is more. And it, and it just goes down, like, every single stat, goes down in like a sliding scale like the the mm. shots inside inside the box is most in the premier league and it's least in league 2 um you know and you can see that to be fair like you know teams you could, well they just can't work it into the box can they where you watch man city and, and liverpool and it's well all the goals are from 6 yards out and what have you aren't they because they've just passed it around everyone but uh, but yeah let's get let's get on to the goals then um jack Hunt, absolutely prolific uh 2 in 2 i must admit again our I couldn't believe that he that he scored another goal. To be fair, but saying that, how many times we've been saying it this season that Jack Hunt gets in them positions week in week out? He's just not been putting he's them just away, sticking them away. Yeah, I know. No, to be fair, to him, really good goal, weren't it? Good ball by Bannon. Oh, that it was pass! A great ball. I mean, great but you know what? He does that all the time. Yeah, and I mean, the how thing- many times we see him do that? He just it comes back to him. He either does it first time, takes a touch, or he whips it in between the goalie and the and the defender. It's- He's got it. He's got it on lock. It's one of them crosses where the keeper can't come for it, and then it, you know, the defenders are going back to goal. It only needs is a touch in it, and it got it gets away from Gregory. You know, it's a horrible ball to defend. Horrible. Yeah. And then back stick. It's in that channel, in it. Just that, just the right channel. And like you say, yeah. I think, and it, a great finish as well. By the way, off his oh, Edda. diving header, diving header. I mean, and he could have obviously it looked like Gregory was going to get at the end of it. But he mm. followed it up, didn't he? Which I thought was good. Like, obviously, yeah, he, didn't, he didn't give up on it, did he? No, no. And he read it, read the situation. But well. to be fair, Jack Hun, he was getting so much space on that right hand side. They were, I think, they were trying to play quite narrow, and you could see that whenever we had the ball, Jack Hun had choke on his boots. Johnson had choke on his boots on the other side, and we were playing really wide and obviously making use of the the wide pitch that we've got at Hillsborough. And there were so many times, and I know I mentioned earlier about, you know, that it were patient build-up and stuff. And there were times where I'm screaming, saying, you know, switch it. Do you know what I mean? Get it on. Because Hunt is in acres of space. And I didn't think we get we got it to him quite slowly, to be fair. But, you know, it it, it, it were coming. Uh, I know we only scored after, what, 11 minutes. Um, I mean, it were 1-1, weren't it, last, uh, last week by seven minutes. So we got goal came a little bit late this, this week. But... You know, um, you know, I met up for the for the lad. Do you know what I mean, two goals. I think he was as shocked as anyone else. To be fair, with his celebration, he just kind of st- stood there in in disbelief. But you know, we we talk, don't we, all the time about getting early goals, and 
know, again, score after 11 minutes. I did think that the fact that they'd not won in 20 games, I thought their heads were going to drop, to be fair, and I thought that that were, it were going to be, I won't say easy, but do you know what I mean? I thought, you know, it were, we were going to push on and, and get, you know, win by two, three, four goals kind of thing. Um, they get the equaliser. Before that, Nathaniel Mendes Lang has an absolutely glorious op- opportunity, doesn't he? And this goes back to like the he's not a striker kind of thing. And uh, I just, just look up, a bit wide, doesn't he? Yeah, I, I know it's hindsight and everything, and it's easy to say after the event. But I just when it happened, I just think if that's Gregory or if that's Berahino for me, they took they took that away and they put it in the. He just he snatches it, doesn't he, Giles? To be fair, he snatched it. He snatched it. But again, it was a lovely ball. I don't know who played the ball. Do you remember who played the ball in for him? Uh, it must be Bannon, I think. I don't know. I'm not sure. Probably, it probably was. He was unbelievable was. in that. First, <laughs> mate, until they scored, I thought they were two of him on page. <laughs> yeah. He was absolutely unreal. Do you know what? He's so good when he can play further forward. Yeah. And like the other game, I mean, I don't know what it was like in this game, because like I say, I, I did watch the first half, but I wasn't actually there. But the last few games, he's been the last man chasing, pressing the keeper. That I yeah, up the yeah, pitch. He well, and he's yeah. just so... When he can do that, it's, fu- it's, it's funny because obviously we you know we do the oppos view and what have you, and I tend to you know just message whoever I've spoken to like, after the game and what have you, and every single one of them mentions Barry Bannon. It's almost like the opposition love him more than we do. And I know we <laughs> we do love him obviously, and, it, and you know and it obviously wins Player of the Month as well for last month, which is you know for March, which is you know I think to be fair, it could have been one of five or six players, to be honest, in, in I March. I voted Bannon, to be fair. Did you? Yeah, I, I didn't vote. I just forgot about it, to be fair. I'll be perfectly honest. But, you know, it could have been one of anyone. But, you know, he's... You know, go back, going back to that chance that Mendes Lang had, you said it earlier, didn't you? If that goes in, it probably would have been floodgates. And, you know, that I don't you know, I don't see any coming back. But, you know, hey-ho, they, what, five or six minutes later, they go down the other end. Your mate, Giles, what is he doing? Sam Hutchinson. What happened? When, well, um, you know, I get everyone gets taught as a kid, play to the whistle, always. It's tight. At the time I thought he were offside. I don't I don't think there's any angle that can show whether he was or wasn't offside. Hutchinson stops, hand up. You know, he's on the the flag stays down and, and he runs through. Because he's not you know, Harley Dean's then gotta lose his man, who is then the goal scorer. You know, we're at sixes and sevens just because he's not he's not tracked. You know, he's he's not kept up with the game and he's he's stopped mm. kind of thing. So it just it was pretty much like it. It wasn't a carbon copy of the of the Cheltenham goal, but it was pretty much they just carved us open so yes. easily. And it were yeah. but to be honest, like last few weeks, that's that's how the opposition have kind of got in, haven't they? Just yeah. little balls sliding down the side or. But you've, got to, uh, but you've got to play to the whistle, haven't you, Giles? Side or right side. You've got to Sorry. play to the whistle, haven't you? I've got to play for the whistle, yeah, 100%. 100%. But like you said, sometimes as a defender, if it's blatant, you will step forward, hand up, it's offside, right? Yeah. I but you all, have to be on the same, you all have to be on the same wavelength when you're doing that. And yeah. I, listen, I haven't seen it. Um, I haven't actually seen the clip. I've seen the goal, but I haven't seen the build-up, right? So I haven't yeah. seen where the ball was or... Or you know how it's it pretty much like Cheltenham last week. They pick it up in the middle of the park, a ball it's just a ball down the side, ball through the middle, like yeah, down the side through the middle, and uh, you know he's ran onto it. He's, he's so you you thinking Hutchie should have what stayed or dropped or no what, what do you no think? he should have just he should basically he's running back and he thinks it's offside. 
and he stops. He, he, does, he puts his hand up and he, and, he, and he lets the kid run through. He just leaves uh, the answer. So, he, so if he had continued running, he probably would have got to the ball well, first. Well, well no, but no, he probably wouldn't have got to the ball. But what's had to happen is Ali Dean has got to leave That's his man. His man he, he's got to come. He's got to come across to cover. All he does, he squares it. And then, and then it leaves Iofer. She's going to be disappointed with that. It then, it then leaves Iofer in no man's land, which isn't really his fault because he's got too many. He's pretty much trying to yeah, get too many. He's, he thinks, you know, that's that's Harley Dean's man. It all happens, obviously, when you watch it and you can slow it down and you can stop it. You can yeah, say, exactly, he yeah. should have done this and this. Like, it all stems from the fact that Hutchinson has stopped, basically. He's it big stopped. Tony Adams, hasn't he? <laughs> Arsenal offside trap. <laughs> yeah, and it, it, but it, it, they, that was their first chance, pretty much. I think good finish, good yeah, finish, good finish. Good, you know, and it stunned us to be fair when that goal went in. I thought it just you're just thinking, folks. It almost like the Cheltenham goal last last week. In that you know after that happened after what three minutes, and you know we've got a goal up, and I think it like I just said, I personally were thinking you know that's it. You know we had we had a chance to go two 0 up, and they've pretty much gone down the other end. And made it one one. It's a bit of a sickener, isn't it? Really, when that I when that happens, mate. Not like because I was sat, like I say, I was sat with my mate who was a blade as well, and I'm watching first half, and we scored in eleven minutes. I went ten nil. This <laughs> obviously I'm joking, but yeah. I thought we were going to famous sp- last words. I thought we were going to spank him, and then that's gone in, and I'm face like thunder. Phone's nearly gone through window. <laughs> yeah, I mean, j- just one thing that's from that, um, from both goals really, last week and this week, we ain't got a pacey. Back three, you know. I, Dom, I know Dominic Iofa were in this week, but um, obviously we're on the on the other side for him. But Harley Dean and Uch aren't quick, are they? So when it comes to like pace, to be fair to Hutchie, he's not slow though, you know. No, but I, I mean when he's... you when you come up, I mean there's some there's some forwards that I mean Gregory's not really quick, and we haven't really got a fast forward. But you come up against some, and they're like lightning, aren't they? You know, yeah. When yeah, we're playing yeah. a high line like we do, which we which we have to because. They're sitting offers, so they they're inviting us on, and it, it is it is risky, isn't it? And um, I mean, I suppose a quick centre back is like gold dust, isn't it? Really, if you if you're fast and good at defending, you know you can whack a couple of million on your price tag, can't you? Because the yeah, that, that's what that's what everyone wants. That's why you know that'll be the ideal dream, won't it? But there's not many of them around, is it? To be honest, hmm. but do you think it's concerned about the pace and the, you know the 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 back three that we've got? Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe. I don't think really we've. Have we? Ever, Do you think we, we get away with in the in the have, league? Have we really conceded goals from our defenders being slow? That's that's, that's how you've yeah. got to look at it. I know you're talking about Hutchinson's, mis- but that wasn't really from him being slow. It's because he stopped pretty much. Yeah. So I'm trying to think. Can you? Can you? Do you think we get away with it then because of the? Conceded? Do you think we get away with it then because of the? The standard that we're at in league in League One, no disrespect to the other, all the possibly. players that play in League yeah, One, yeah, but possibly you know I mean? maybe in the Championship you, you might see see more, right? But I'm only going on this season. Listen, you only play against what what you can, right? And yeah, of course, yeah. One. But I I'm just uh, I find it hard to really think about our defenders getting done for pace. Hmm. I just yeah, no, I, just, I, I don't, don't know. If you look at it, have we conceded any goals where our defenders have been struggling? Well, mainly it's been from set pieces, hasn't it? Where we've conceded exactly. goals, and there's no pace no. in that, is there? Really? That's... So I don't know. At the moment, I, at the moment, I wouldn't be too worried about that. I'll yeah. be honest with you. Well, let's go on to Gregory's goal then. I mean, is there anything better, um, Liam, than a, a last-minute winner? Right. I was just saying to you. Then obviously, I weren't there, and I was absolutely gutted, gutted. Although it was great, because as I said, I was with my mate who was a blade, and 
they, they, Sheffield they, double. They, they scored their own goal and we're sat in the taxi and I'm going, I'm looking at my phone and I'm going, mate, doubles on here. Doubles on here. And I was saying, I guess, to be fair, I was saying Berry, you know. Yeah. And then I stopped with both of my mates and said, oh, stop looking at your phone and it'll, you'll get a goal. So I put, it in my, I put my phone in my pocket for a minute or two. Got it back out and it ticked over to 2-1 and I'm in back at taxi. <laughs> <laughs> but obviously yeah. we're absolute limbs, you know, um, when when that goal went in and just all that emotion. I mean, I think it were building. It were, build, it were coming. I think the game went flat in the, in the second half. I think it went flat in the first half, to be fair, after they scored their goal. Um, but the kind of, I think it were when the goalkeeper went down, you know, feigning an injury. I don't know if he's injured or not, but, you know, he went down and obviously that riled the crowd up and what have you. And it was at that point where, you know, we we started to build the pressure and started to, you know, we were we had far many, you know, far more chances in the second half to to get a goal. And I could, I, I said to I said to Favre-in-law, like this, I think it was probably sixty minutes in. I was saying to him, this screams a Gregory last minute winner. This this came like it just had that feeling that you know when they start time wasting and stuff and. This, you know, you just think, you know, you see it so many times, last minute goals and stuff. Normally we're on the receiving end, aren't we? But I just thought yesterday that it was going to be our day to, to get a goal. And I mean, Barry Bannon again, I know he obviously didn't go down as getting the assist, but he puts the ball across. Callum Patterson, one touch, one assist. That header, I mean, fair play to Patterson, by the way. Get him a new contract. <laughs> <laughs> but, but fair play to him. Like, he's come on, he's jumped up, he's not... It, it would have been quite easy, wouldn't it, Giles, where Patterson were at the at the timing as well, you know, 92nd minute or whatever it was for him to try and go for goal. But fair play to him, he nodded it down, didn't he? Yeah, and listen, we've had so many debates about Patterson, haven't we? Um, whether he should be playing, whether he should get a new contract. and He's worth he's every pound of that £12,000 a week that he's, uh, that he's earning, mate. <laughs> <laughs> listen, he came on for five minutes and... That was that's a crucial header. It's a crucial, crucial well, header um, for the goal. Let's be honest. Well, like I said, it could be so easy for him to go for goal. And how many times you exactly. see it when when the ball gets floated over, there's no pace on it, and they, they try and edit from. I mean, I don't know how far out we're probably eight yards or something like that. But you don't get any pace on it. You're under up ball, and it just kind of keeper catches it, and you're thinking, "Fuck's sake!" But he had the you know the the nouns to. He just nodded it back, you know, back across goal. Whether he's yeah. seen Gregory or not, or whether he's just thinking, let me just get it back into put an it, area. Put it in an area, yeah. Yeah, and, you know, and Gregory, another, I mean, how many games have you seen with two diving headers in, by the way? I know, mate, mm. I was going to say that as well. Uh, mad. I can't, I can't, well, I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't think anyone's going to have a, a stat on that before you ask me. That on that. But you know what? It shows, it shows a lot about the, the team. To yeah. keep going yeah. till the end, keep believing um, that's what we, we were due on weren't we let's be honest we were due on and you know what as I said I don't know if it was debate show or last week I think it was the debate show like obviously we got draws earlier in the season where we shouldn't have blah 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 blah. but we've got the you know the winning from behind away tick that one off winning behind from home ticks it off twice we've now can't break these team down that wants to come and play football. He's done that now. Yeah. So yeah. when's that statue of Darren Moore going? <laughs> 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 well, I think if we, if we get to Wembley and we win at Wembley, then it's a lot, lot closer than what you think, to be fair. <laughs> Might be taking them, them elephants down and replacing them with, with Darren Moore, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, he's, you know, I, I went absolutely mental and I'm sure everyone that were there on, on Saturday did exactly the same. Those that stayed anyway. But, you know... Um, 
I jumped. I, I jumped up. I put a picture in the um, in in the group chat on my leg. I've got a massive gash on my leg from when I jumped up from the seat in front. Obviously, sit on the north stand, so there's like you know three inch leg room, isn't there? When you when you sat sat on there, I think I might have to move on to south stand. You know, I think I think got south <laughs> stand padded uh, padded seats. Yeah, they've got <laughs> leather leather seats. I think I think they recline as well. To be fair, and they've, they've got, got little warmers. <laughs> I think they've got little drinks holding on the side. You know what I mean? Like we're we're slumming it on north stand, and uh, you know, but honestly, I've got. Um, big gash on my leg from when I jumped up but I, I'll take that every week if we score last minute winners do you know what I mean and I just I think just just a point on like on seats and on north stand and what have you I mean I'm I'm not slim do you know what I mean but I'm not like I'm probably what five foot nine I'm not exactly tall either how do people get on that I've seen some people that are over 20 stone and what have you or people that are like six foot five how did it, I mean it's a genuine question how did they even get get on sitting in them in them seats like it must be like sardines, do you know what I mean? Like <laughs> now no, I'm saying I'm same as you are, I'm not very tall, so I don't struggle. Yeah, but mate, like like I said, I did it on my leg and I thought, you know are you thinking? That hurts that. I can't think of if I've got any injuries from celebrating. I've seen somewhere like away days where they're falling out stairs and everything. <laughs> did, you see, did you see that one of tang- Tango at World Cup? Yeah, when, when he it, fell on fly. When it on tarpaulin and what have you. Yeah, that was. Well, there was one of a Forest fan yesterday that I've seen and he's like, he's like upside down. He's obviously fallen forward into next row seats. Yeah. And he's just like flat on his head. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you must, playing football, Jazz, you must see some fans going absolutely ballistic when you score like last minute winners and what have you. Well, we had um, great support on Saturday. We had Chesterfield away. We won 4 1, of course. And the fans, I don't know, I, I, I should have put it in the group. The fact, there was a fan that was just getting dragged. I don't know what happened. <laughs> I'll send I'll send you the video, right? Yeah. It was um I think he just when we scored, he might have pushed gone gone over the Adver- know, advertising the, the order, advertising yeah. thing. I think he's just gone over the that. And obviously stewards have just literally he's the, he's on the floor, they've just grabbed him by his arm and he's, they're dragging him. <laughs> they're dragging him a whole way. It made it so funny. I'm gonna mop it floor with him. <laughs> it was so, so funny. I mean I've, we, were the, I've... we were on the bench and we're looking thinking, what the f- fuck is going on there it's just like dragging him along the floor they were they were like, one when gregory like scored a slope or something when gregory scored and um obviously advertising audience all them digital ones aren't they but he's obviously ran over to fans and uh one, one of them falls over and, and <laughs> takes audience with him doesn't yeah and stewart stewart's on his ass like you know like a like a beetle upside down kind of thing and that were quite that i've never had funny. an injury but i uh I, were, um, I don't know if I've told this story, and apologies if I have, because I've slept since then, so I can't remember. Whatever, but, keep keep going. Beckham, Beckham free kick against Greece. I were there, young lad. Obviously, I'm stood on, because everyone stood up for free kick. Yeah. I had to stand on the seat, because I couldn't see. And as it's gone in, I've jumped up, and obviously, the seat's <laughs> gone up, <laughs> and I've ended up in a pile on the floor. Oh. And then this bloke <laughs> next to us, he's lifted me up. And next thing you know, I'm like getting, I'm like crowd surfing. I'm getting passed down. I don't think my dad had a clip. I've like, where come, you'd gone? I've gone about five, ten. Uh, it might not have been that far. You when you felt like, well, felt like it. Felt like it and I've gone to end it row, run back up and come back. And my dad, he didn't even fucking notice. I could have gone. I could have been on the pitch and he wouldn't know. Quality <laughs> going mad. But yeah, like the, the scenes when when you score a last minute winner like that, and I think it will. It's, it's made more satisfying by the fact that they're time wasting. You know that it's it's just. It's like, I was going to ask, what were the crowd? You know, like you were saying, the crowd were 
because I'm guilty of it, when the time wasted, you turn it into negative, don't you? And you get wound up. And, but with the crowd cheering on the boys more than we normally would, or was uh, it just yeah, there was w- an atmosphere building, if that makes yeah, sense? Yeah, I think, I think they were, to be fair, because I think it were we were on top and it were like, they were doing it to slow the game down, obviously. And we were, you know, that we had more chances in the second half. It kind of needed it to be fair because the, it were flat and the atmosphere kind of went. Yeah. I mean, I'm mate, I'm guilty of it. I'm shocking. When I mean, the time don't get me wrong. Everyone were getting it both barrels, like to the ref, to their players. But I mean, we should try and turn it into, I know it's easy to say, but you should try and yeah, turn but, it into a positive for out. You know what I mean? Not a positive, but I know what you mean though. Boys, instead of, Making it sound negative, do you know what I mean? Yeah, and we, and we were we were doing that to a to a certain extent, I think. To be to be fair, so uh, so yeah, it were all um, it were all good. Obviously, got that got the winner, three points. Uh, it, it comes at in a point where you're thinking you just look at not really looking at the, at the score, but you're thinking right, it's a point. That's two points dropped. What are other results around us? I'm sure they're winning. And you're thinking, well, you oh, see, I, were, I obviously because I weren't there, I were looking, and I'm thinking we need to win this. We need to win this because what. You know Oxford. what? As a player, as a player, it's an unbelievable feeling. To I, I, I imagine. I, mean, I can it's, imagine. Yeah, a relief. You got to think, like you said, when someone's time wasting as well. You're, you're thinking, like the opposition is shit. We should be winning this. It's one-one. You're looking at the at the clock. Ninety-one minutes. You're thinking, oh my god, how have we drawn this? And then someone pops up with a last minute. Ah, oh, Barry Bannon, you should have seen him. He, he, obviously, where he he crosses it in for Patterson to nod it down. So he's he's down near the north stand, and he he just he just throws his arm, like looks up to the skies, and like throws his arms up, and you can see all the emotion. Like it's like you said, there is relief in it. He's thinking like, mm-hmm. okay, now we need to win this game, and and it, I mean that could be a pivotal three points. Oh, Do you massive, know what I mean? massive three I points. I can't remember that. the last way. I'm trying to think. Because the ones I'm thinking of, like last minutes, I was saying to you, there was one against Fulham, which was quite a while ago. One Charlton, Stephen Fletcher scored at home. Oh yeah, that yeah, were yeah, like, yeah. that were a last minute winner. And that then, was that still like three, three, four years. I'm ago, thinking. Probably? Well, the other one I was thinking of was Crossley. 1996. <laughs> Forest area against Cardiff. Header in front of the cop. It's not one that's bringing to mind. The sure. only reason I remember it is because my Aussie friend were over, oh, and yeah. he's watched us against Cardiff twice. It, turns out while he's whenever he's been over here i think we got pumped five nil one and then we won one nil in the night for that one first area i think we're in like 90 whatever i think maybe ask the listeners like tweeters at wtid pod when were last last minute winner that we scored i'm sure there's going to be one or, or just your favorite yeah go on then yeah. i'd saw one as well someone saying about pretty much 10 years ago to the oh was it 10 years ago to the day antonio was that against wickham i'm not thinking of that I think someone put it in the group, you know, about... They said it reminded them of that goal against Carlisle. Oh, that... Yeah, uh, who scored that one? I think... Uh, was it Antonio as well? Possibly, yeah. Because we were... I remember that one. I massively remember that one. Because we were in... I think I've told this story, to be fair. We were in Champs. T- tell another, just tell it again. It's fine. We were in, they it weren't obviously we were fighting with Blades to go up. Yeah, yeah. They got the late kickoff. One of our good friends, like family friends, I think he's my dad's godson. They're massive blades, and it was his thirtieth. Can I just say you've got too many United friends for my liking already? Well, anyway, are you a secret well. blade fan? Hey, come on! <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not a game. If he were, he would have been at Rother- <laughs> it would have been at Wembley for, for Rotherham final. So, uh. but yeah, we were. I think I've been invited to go and watch the game, like at Bramall Lane, and I said I'll pass on that because. 
of what the league situation was. And I was like, I'll not be able to keep my mouth shut if you lose. So I'll skip that bit. But I think we're in champs uh, on Ecky Road watching the results. But obviously, Blades were a late kickoff. So it were fully United fans. And I was with Phil, uh, and again, another Blade. But anyway, he was going to match. And I thought, oh, I'll have a pint, watch the results come in. And I think we were. We were 1-0 up, and then they equalised with about 10 minutes to go, maybe. And then it was going on and on and on. He just looked, because he was fully like, he just went, if you score a winner, keep quiet. Because <laughs> it's full of blades. And obviously, we scored a late winner, and I've gone absolutely mental. <laughs> and this all, this all, there was a bit in chance, weren't there, that was the restaurant bit, the bar, but there was that middle ground bit, like Ray's seating. And I was on that race seating bit right in the middle. All these Blades fans in bar turn and look at me. And I've just gone, play the game, lads. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, I didn't get beaten up. It was fine. <laughs> but I said, did, you get, did you get filled in at that point? Mate? So, no, no, it was all right. But yeah. there, was a, there was a family next to me who weren't very happy. And I was like, shut up. I said, you were celebrating when they scored. For, and they scored, so. Yeah. <laughs> well, one, no, another thing I just want to mention, um, the substitutions that Darren Moore made, for me, they were ballsy, you know, to Iofa, we'll get on to him later, but he didn't have a great game. But to bring Iofa off and, and bring Ber- Berahino on, obviously he's put Johnson to left centre off, Mendes Lang's then gone to uh, left wing back and, and Berahino's gone up top to, to fill that void that Mendes Lang's left. So to do that, because I was looking and I, I was saying that Iofa is having a shocker and um, I was looking at kind of what, what's on the bench and you're thinking, well, the obvious choice is to bring Dunkley on. But for me, that that doesn't kind of make the team it's any negative, better. Isn't it? Yeah, well, yeah, it doesn't don't make the team any better. You, you're pretty much almost the same, really. Like, oh, also, you, listen, we're trying to win. Yeah, I mean, obviously, he's, he's not... We need to win, right? Yeah, I mean, he's, he's not really brought a forward on. He's, he's Well, obviously, he has done. He's not really changed the formation. He's just kind of moved, moved people around. But it would have been easy to just to bring a like-for-like like on. But to, yeah. to, to do that and to put uh, Johnson left centre half as well. He's not he's not played there for a while either. No, but the other thing as well that which which kind of made it work is Hutch was Hutch was playing left centre half uh, beforehand when we started. It were Hutch left centre half, Dean in the middle and Iofa on the right. Hutch were getting forward but is that's not his natural you know, he he had a nosebleed, do you know what I mean? He was getting too far forward and he and he, he's you know by his point of own admission, he's not great when he get when he gets forward. Um, you know the final passes. So for me, it did make sense to have Johnson there because if if the same things happen and they allow Johnson that space that they were allowing Hutchinson, he's a lot better in the in those positions. So to be fair, the 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 substitution made absolutely perfect sense. And I mean, he's, he's damned if he doesn't. He's damned if he doesn't because if he if he does something like that and we end up losing the game two one, he'd be saying, "Oh, why didn't you bring Dunkley on as like for like, etc." You put a, a winger as as a defender again, kind of thing. But fair play to him because not only that, he, he also then later on brings Byers off and puts Patterson on, which Patterson didn't really. I know there were only five minutes left, but he, he, it should Shadipo should come on as well. Yeah, but that that were a like for like for like for, um, like. for Nathaniel Mendes Lang, who I thought he would. He was shot really by the end. They were, they were mm. at the point where we were tracking back, and then he just didn't get forward for the next attack kind of thing, and where he should have. So he, I think his legs had gone a little bit. But, but, but for me, the other two substitutions where you know they weren't really, they were going for it basically. They were rolling the dice, and I mean ultimately, obviously Patterson nods it down for for Gregory, and we get the goal. So you've you've got to you have got to hand it to Darren Moore that 
on some occasions he's probably made some strange decisions or he's left it too late. I know, I know he left it till 85 or 83 minutes or whatever it was to make his other two substitutions. But yeah, you've I'll got to hand it to him, haven't you? Got to hand it to him. Everything he's doing at the moment is working. So I think as fans, uh, as as players, they all have to, you know, we have to respect and buy into what he's doing because it's working. Let's be honest. And it might not have worked the beginning of the season, but listen, it's working now. Let's be honest. So that's all we want. We want it to work until the end of the season. If it gets us in the playoffs, if it gets us promoted, that's the main, the main objective in it. So yeah, definitely. Another big, massive turning point was the Bailey Peacock foul save when the game were 1-1. I think it were 82nd minute, I think it was. He made a, a fantastic save last week Mate, against it was, Cheltenham. It was a goal, that wasn't it? It should have been a goal. It was a poor fit. It, it was a good save. It's a good save, but it was a bit of a poor fit. Giles, Giles doesn't like him. Let's just, <laughs> I don't know why I don't know what I'm asking no, 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 no. <laughs> It was three on one, weren't it? It was I mean, a very good save. It was a very good save, but I'm just saying I think that the finish was a bit... Oh, yeah, it was a bit naff. Well, it? to be fair... It was very central. It was... You know he shit himself, didn't he? He yeah. panicked that player. Yeah, but listen, but, but let's give it to Peacock Farrell, right? He stood up strong. He, he made himself big. and It was a very good save. I think you've got to give it to Harley Dean as well. Um, Harley Dean, he, he puts him off. For me, he puts him off. He, he's closing him down. The, maybe the guy rushes it a little bit because he, he can sense that he's coming and he's going to yeah. you know, put the block in. I wouldn't be surprised if Harley Dean said something as well. Like, <laughs> ah! Something like that. <laughs> Probably, yeah. But, you know, it, it, it looked for all the world when Mendes Langs tried to switch it and they've just telegraphed it and I thought oh three on one mm. it, it, it was you know at the time it's one one you're thinking you know it's a frustrating game like I've said a couple of times already and you're thinking this is typical Wednesday this that we're going to it's going to be two one to them and there would have been a mass exodus and, and you'd be walking away with no points and it would have been a totally different story but you know there's been times I know we talked about it in midweek with Bailey Peacock Farrell, yes, he's cost us a few points, but I think if you if you would get to look through all the games that we've played this season, I would I'd put my house on the fact that he's won us more points than he's than he has cost us. You look at the penalty saves that he's made, you know, they were key penalty saves. You know, you go back to the Rotherham one at the start of the season, that that goes one nil to them and I don't think we're winning that game. And there's been other times as well where, you know, last week he's made a, a save where it's two where it's two one that goes 2-2. Two, two. Again, it's a whole different game, isn't it? So you, you look back and, and he has made some key saves and yeah, you could say that the, the finish weren't great and, you know, but he's still got to do a job, hasn't he? You know, the, the shot yeah, were on target. And, and listen, I'll give him a little bit of stick. Um, in my opinion, I think it's fair criticism. Yep. But I've got to give him credit, you know, because at the moment he's stepping up. And he didn't have a great deal to do either, to be fair. Sorry, he didn't have a great deal to do either. To be fair, so yeah, to, but, you know. but that's that, that's even that's even better, really, isn't it? When you're not in the game as a goalkeeper, that's what I mean. Yeah, uh, you know your easy concentration level. I imagine, yeah, it's easy for goalies to switch off. If you got to think, eighty minutes, you've had nothing. You're just literally standing there, taking a few kicks. Imagine that you're getting paid. You just stand in front of a goal. Yeah, <laughs> won't make any saves. You don't need to run. I can imagine, Giles. I bet you you've got can... gloves on, so you're warm. <laughs> <laughs> they wear long sleeve tops. Giles, hey, I, I bet you. I honestly, bet you I should be a goalkeeper. Honestly, it's fucking a joke. That 
<laughs> I bet you'll give some goalkeepers some right stick, don't you? Yeah, yeah. You know what? I'll tell you what. When I see a goalkeeper that can't kick, oh my god! Just one job point. <laughs> how can you not kick a ball? <laughs> You've got one. How, job. how long? How long you trained to this man on kicking balls? Yeah, you, you know when you see goalies and they kick it and they they can't even reach the halfway line. Bloody one. hell! Who was it last week? They have a curly keeper last week. What? Were at Cambridge? That, were at Cambridge. Oh, was yeah. it when I said his distribution was worse than Masses, although he, <laughs> yeah, the, the, the kid this week, he were up, I think, two goal kicks straight out of play, straight into touch, and you're like thinking, playing uh, rugby. <laughs> yeah, going for I distance. know it can happen. I know, I know these things can happen, but I'm saying, when you look at goalkeepers and you just see, even a curly foot, they're trying to, and it just curls <laughs> out. Curls out for a throw-in. You're like, oh, you've got, look how big the pitch is. How can you kick it out of play? You'll have goalkeepers union after you this week, uh, this week, Giles. All, all, they'll be all tweeting you. If you're a goalkeeper, get in Giles' DMs. It's at, at Real Cokes. Just get into his DMs and give him some, give him some. Just send him, just send him, a, just send him the, the clip of his penalty when he, uh, when he skied it straight into Leppin's lane. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't need a goalkeeper then, did we? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> now, um, bloody hell, <laughs> got, got in there. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've got to, haven't you? Um, one thing that made me giggle with a foul throw that, um, I mean, you never ever see a foul throw, do you, in, uh, in football? Like, to be fair, I think, I think there's some that they just don't get given. It's like the rest don't bother giving them anymore. But unless I mean, they're very obvious. To be fair, this one, if referee had not given it, it you know, it would have been blind. I'd been calling him David Blunkett because, honestly, the, um, they were one where he's got a ball. It, well, it's one of those ones where he's going to take a throw in. The time wasting, so of course he's going to take it. Oh, then he drops it, and then other guy comes over, and and you can see him he's giggling already, but he's coming over to North Stand, and then because uh, he, he was giving it some to, to fans quite a few times. Obviously, we were giving it both barrels, and then he he takes his throw in, and it, his back leg just flicks up. Like you're thinking, it it were almost like it were a piss take, like he were doing it on purpose. And of course, referee seen it foul throw and what have you but it was like you never ever see it i mean i saw one to be fair i don't what game were it? i can't remember what game it were i think it were not nottingham forest we're in the in the fa cup and he's took a throw in and he's ran three yards onto the pitch and, th- <laughs> and thrown it on and you're thinking like that's just there's a line there that's what you, that's where you throw it but you know you don't you don't see foul throws here very often giles Fucking hell, you're doing the conference. (laughs) (laughs) What, did they get pulled up for it as well? Not always, but it's a blatant, I'm telling you, it's blatant. (laughs) Like, I'm talking about the balls behind the head, but then it's like, right, they they release it when it's like, by the chest. (laughs) Chest pass, like netball. Chest pass, mate, it's... (laughs) It's unbelievable. Different rules down there, Giles, isn't it? it must yeah, be. I know, I know, I know. Wait, I bet, I bet if Padil were on it, I bet he could say that, it was, that it's even more in the whatever tier that was. North, what were it? Fair play, North, Division 1, South, <laughs> you know, Blade Super Draw League, whatever whatever it is. But yeah, it did make, make me chuckle, that one, to be fair. Now, uh, let's get on to the um, three-word match reviews that everyone... Uh, Everyone sends us in, like I said, at WTID pod if you do want to get involved. Um, I'll read a few out. Lewis Turgus, last minute winner. Uh, Johan, but what you said, two diving headers. Um, what have we got here? Gareth Owen, white knuckle ride. Uh, Snow, what's that one say? Snow Jinke, 
sorry if I've read that totally wrong. Squeaky bum time. I think he's right there, isn't it, really? Because, you know, as a Wednesday fan, we know, you know, we, ne- we never have much to celebrate, do we, to be fair? Like, you look at some some people, it's like, oh, playoff final in 2005, what best day ever for, for League One and what, you know, and stuff like that. But we've thrown it away on a few occasions and, and we're going to, like, what, the last six games now. Are you, are you how, on a scale of one to 10, how confident are you of, like, promotion? Is it squeaky bum oh, time promo- for you? Promotion or. All right, or getting get getting finishing getting, top six. Finishing top six, then def- we are definitely getting nine point five out of ten. Oh, that's ballsy. Well, that I one. put in group, didn't I? I were obviously in London. We were going to Wembley Arena. I took a picture <laughs> of Wembley. I was like, oh, I think I've come down a bit too early. <laughs> <laughs> see, see you in a couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I think it's squeaky bum time. To be fair, though, like you know, we. It's in touching distance, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Like we're we're in the it's, it's in our own hands, isn't it? Six games left. It's in our own hands. It's in our own destiny, as people say and what have you. Um read a few more out. Um Luke Faraday, Gregory was superb. I thought he was. You know, we'll, we'll talk about individual performance in a second. Um Ben, uh massive, massive win. Another one, Adam Delamo, like I said earlier, great ugly win. I think that's uh, that's true. You know, we weren't a six nil thrashing like we um like we gave to Cambridge, um, Matt Glossop on the same vein. We won ugly. Ryan beer everywhere. Well, I don't know where he was. He must have clearly not been at the match because you can't take beer onto the um, onto the stands and what have you. Um, let's see any of them more. Not giving up by Ben. Yeah, there's there's more and more and more. You can read them if you want to uh, find us on Twitter. Like I said at WTID Pod. Um, let's talk about. I mean, for me, when I was watching the game, it did feel like we were going through the motions a little bit at times. Like we weren't playing the ball forward quickly enough. Do you think that could have been a game plan, Giles? Like being a bit more patient in the build-up? Would that have been a... Is that something that sometimes managers say? Like, you know, we're coming up against a team that's going to be just defending. Don't you know, don't try and rush it. Just be, be patient and what have you. Because... For me, as a fan, when I was sat there and I'm watching it, I can see a pass that's on. And it just felt like there were too, too many passes. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. At times to get it to where it needs to be. Um, it, it's like... difficult though, isn't it, James? It's always difficult when I'm gathering that they sat sat behind the ball a bit. Yeah, I mean, they, they, took, they hardly touched the ball. They had 20, 28% possession. Well, there you go. So. It's, it's very, very difficult to play against teams like that. Um, and you're going to have possession. But what you have to do, like you said, is you have to move the ball quickly. You can't be slow because they're in their shape. So if, if you're passing it slow, you're not going to be able to to break lines or or create anything. 
It's all about moving moving the opposition um, from side to side. And then uh, for a split second, one of them might switch off. That's the ball then. Do you know what I mean? But you have to be patient, but has to move the ball quickly. And if you're saying it was all slow... Um, yeah, it's, sometimes it's slow, predictable. I mean, don't get me wrong. So, yeah, and, and then and then it's like you're just passing for the sake of it, right? Yeah, it's just like getting your stats up, innit? Pass completion rate, like oh, it's exactly just one foot. There's got to be a purpose for me. There's got to be a purpose in what you're doing. I mean, don't get me wrong. Sometimes you know the ball might be on. You know, Hutchinson might have it in defence, and Jack Hunt's free on right hand side. I mean, and we're asking for like a sixty, seventy yard pass switch the play which it's a difficult pass to do in it there's only Barry Bannon can do that pass Johnson have sometimes done it but there's keep, not many keepers, people keepers can't can they <laughs> not, with bana- not with banana feet no but, but I think sometimes I think sometimes as a fan we're thinking that we're watching Manchester's goals <laughs> yeah and players that can just switch it like that and it's it's not easy is it to to no, play it's not easy, like but I think if they're in their shape right and you've got time on the ball there's no point just lumping it forward. They're, they're, they're deep, right? They're sitting deep. There's no space. You have to draw them out eventually, but you have to move the ball quickly. Yeah. Got to be a purpose to, 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 to keeping the ball and passing. There's no point of just passing for the sake of it. You can have a hundred passes and go sideways, backwards, sideways, backwards. What, at the end of it, what was the point of doing it? Yeah, and, that, and that's what it felt like at, at times. I mean, I don't want to be too in, a negative because, of course, we, we got three points and we're... You know, what was it now? Five games unbeaten, I think it is. Three wins and two draws now and everything's all looking rosy and what have you. But it was just an observation that I had and um, and yeah, like Darren Moore will come out and probably say, well, it worked because we've won 2-1. But I think I think the ball just needs to be passed quicker like you said but maybe that's the lim- you know limitations of the of the players that we've that we've got but I think another thing as well like Marvin Johnson always he kept doubling back all the time and, and he looked for, like looking for the easy pass it was almost like we've been told to keep possession and mm. they perhaps he weren't trying to beat his man whether that you know they'd done their own work and you know there well you know what it is when you're getting closed down when you're getting closed down you, ha- you have to move the ball quickly right yeah or move your body in a in a in a certain directional way to to shield it to then pass. Um, but when you haven't got time on the ball, you feel like you can slow things down. No one's around you. Take an extra touch. But really, it's the opposite. Really, what you yeah, want to do. Yeah. Really, you've got to keep having that same mindset where just because you've got time on the ball doesn't mean you take your time and yeah. don't part. You you still got to move it quicker to move the opposition out of out of their position. Yeah, definitely. Let, let's talk about some individual player performances. I've, I've picked a few players out. Um, Liam, Jack, Jack Hunt, I think he's riding a crest of a wave at the moment, and he? he's been playing well. He's been what having a lot of... He's, not, he's wanting that new contract or what? Well, he's got a, he's, well, we've got an option on a on an extension, haven't we, on, a, on another year, so well, possibly, yeah, but... I think maybe we've got to take that option, don't you, at the moment? Well, if he carries on his form, but he's been, you know, we've been saying a few times, haven't we, that... He gets in these good positions, what have you. He's now scored two in two. He must be like, you know, a dog with two dicks, to be fair. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not going to lie. I said to you last week, and I don't think I mentioned it on the podcast. I didn't want to be negative. I thought the goal saved him a bit last week without being... Well, what, I, was I, having I, a bit of a shocker? No, not a, not a shocker. But he, quiet, he, he wasn't having his best game. I think he got caught. Like, because there was a couple of chances, weren't there, last week where we were. And I think he got caught out of it going back. And there were just a couple of times. It wasn't massive, but it was just like it seemed for me, and I might be wrong 
obviously it's just the way that I saw it and uh, my mate who I sit with. There, there were times when he would just like waiting for the ball to come to him rather than making runs down the wing. Well, um, well I think he gets kind of overshadowed a little bit by... Because you look and you, you just do a direct comparison, don't you, with... Marvin Johnson on the other side and yeah, but Marvin I mean, Johnson's been playing so well. But the thing is, if it's Mendes Lang, he can take a man on. And not being disrespectful to Hunt, you know, he's he's on the uh that side of his thirties, let's say. Yeah. It's not, twilight of his career. He can't take he's not he's not gonna knock it past someone and run down the line. I mean he might do, but I know, I know what you mean. And I'm not saying I'm not saying he played awful, but they were I think when he got the goal and then he started playing better again, I think up until that he wasn't having his best game, let's say. I'm not saying he had a shocker, but yeah, mate. And well, from what I've seen people saying, obviously I watched the first half. He was yeah, he was good, weren't he? He was so. just getting forward so much. He, he, you know, he's he's constantly bombing forward, and um, I almost kind of I was I think I tweeted a few weeks back saying, you know, it's nailed on for him to score in playoff final because he would you know, he would having chance after chance after chance, and it it just looked like he weren't his day. But no, he's got two goals in two games. Um, and you think look, worth a cheeky bet on a three and three? Well, it's funny actually because before the game, I did say to Steve, who I sit with, I said to him, Jack Hunt, have a bet, you know, have a cheeky bet on him before this game. Like, I wonder what, like, well, I basically said, I wonder how many people would have, would have had a bet on Jack Hunt scoring today. And <laughs> if you did, then obviously, yeah, winner, well, winner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, you know, you might, well, I think, I think quite a few people will be having a bet on him uh, scoring against Bolton on Saturday. Um, just, you know, like you said, three on three. But isn't it funny, though, that I know obviously we're talking about Jack Hunt, but Liam Palmer, he's not getting a sniff. Is well, he's, he's, yeah, but he's, he's injured, injured don't he? Well, no, all right, but, oh, yeah, all right, he's, he's injured. But, I mean, we're not even we're not even, to, we're not even talking about him, are we? Do you he'd, know have what I mean? played, he'd have played instead of off for me. Po- po- possibly. But, um, yeah, yeah, that, but that's, I think you're right. I think but, he would have come in. But, do you know what I mean? We're not even, we're not even, he's not even entering in the, in the conversation as like, oh, He's injured. Where you know when, when's he coming back? The thing is, if he'd have got injured when previously, when these other players hadn't come back, we'd be talking about him. It's just because everyone else has come back. Yeah, like, possibly. Yeah. Let Let's move on to Lee Gregory then. Tenth goal of the season. Um, another important goal. Obviously, the goal he scored last week was to make it two one at a time where you know again it were looking uh, looking quite difficult for me. I don't think you know that there's. I don't think he's a player in this in this division that holds the ball up quite like he does. I think he had a battle on his hands. Um, I think he gets fouled far too many times than what you know than what refs give him. To be fair, do you know what I mean? They they let let quite a lot go. But you know, one thing that I point uh, saw, and you see it for um, is, is it when we when we score? But it was certainly last week, and he did it a few times again this week. He drops off the defender. The ball goes up and he doesn't even contest the header. He just lets the defender edit and he just drops off him, drops two or three yards and then they'll win the header and then the ball just drops. Go for for seconds. Yeah, he just goes for the second ball and, you know, they they edit and it just goes straight to him and he picks picks the ball up. Um, I can't, I don't think it was, um, I think it was the, the chance that we had when, when Berahino came on where he, where he did it that, that I kind of noticed, but it does that quite often and it just shows he's he's an intelligent footballer in Giles Lee Gregory you can tell that he's been around the game for a long time and he reads the game so well yeah he's got great movement great touch and he can finish he's listen he's he's had a very good career played at some very good clubs 
played at a good standard, good level for many years. So yeah, I, I, I'm not surprised that he's that he's performing how he is. If anything, I'm, I, I was expecting it because you know it, it's Lee Gregory, a player that that people are well like well they know him, they know they know exactly what he's about. Um, and I'm like before he came to the club, I'm sure he had a lot of other clubs that were interested in him. Yeah, definitely. You said there about movement, and that's something another thing that I picked out. You see that he's very rarely offside. And you see how he, he he bends his run. You know, he's he'll run like kind of along the the line of the defence, and he's waiting, waiting, waiting for that pass. And then obviously, when that pass comes, he'll 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 dart off. And he did that. I think he did that for the the Jack Hunt goal. And probably you know why? Well, if he'd got on the end of it, he probably would have been offside. But again, he's he's like waiting and waiting and waiting to to make his run and and uh, and. Well, I said it a little bit. He's got because I thought Fletcher had great movement as well, and Bannon and Fletcher had a great combination. And I feel like there's something there between Bannon and Gregory as well. We probably haven't seen it as much as Bannon and Fletcher, but I still can see, you know, similarities of of, of that. You know what I mean? Well, as a striker, I'm not being funny, but to have Barry Bannon in your team, you must be, you know, that could potentially have been a, a deciding factor for him, for him joining Wednesday. You know, when you've got someone like that putting balls in, you know, uh, time after time, like like he has been doing, it's an absolute dream for a centre forward, especially a centre forward like Lee Gregory. Um, another player. Well, actually, before before I move on, have you seen the penalty shout, Giles? No. What did you think then, Liam? I know you. I know you've seen it. Did you think it were a penalty? Except for me, it looked absolute stonewall. Yeah, it looked like a pen, didn't it? Like when I first saw it, I thought pen. So, I think. There's a tangle of yeah, legs. Yeah, for us, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for us, yeah, yeah. Lee Gregory gets brought down in the in the box. I think the referee's probably going to say it's a tangle of legs. But tangle of legs or not, the other guys just ran into him. And, mm. he, and they both ended up in a heap on the floor. And I think, the, I think the refs bottled it, to be perfectly honest. It's one of them that you think anywhere else on the pitch it's probably given us a foul. Yeah. And, and you know... When was that? When was that at? probably 80 minutes or something like that, maybe a little bit so before. So it, got, one, so it was a big decision, so maybe the ref took the easy option. Yeah, right? but the ref would, I mean, I don't want to keep slagging refs off because I think, I think we could slag them off every single week because they are awful. But, um, you know, I, I think that were a decision that, I mean, Darren Moore's even said it, he thought you were a Stonewall pen. I'm thank, you know, thankful that we didn't need it in the end because, you know, obviously we won 2-1, won but... Uh, but yeah, again, he's he's getting into them positions. He's putting himself about, and I'm just so thankful that we've got Lee Gregory this season. You know, ten goals as well. He's chipped in with quite a few assists, hasn't he, so far this season? Yeah, I think he got five before he came back from injury. I think so. He might have got a couple more since then. Yeah, and um, it, another uh, strange, well, not strange stat, but all his goals at home, which six goals, all in front of the cop as well. By the yeah, way, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I read that. Because he said he says he wants to score up and end, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, he wants to score in front of Leppin's Lane end, but keep scoring in front of the cop for I'm me. Sure, I'm sure if if we're to get promoted, Gregory, Gregory's going to play a vital part in that. Oh, 100%. And just keep, you know, keep when he when he was injured, I know we went on a, on a, on a fairly decent run, but there were times where you just keep thinking, if we had Gregory, if we had mm-hmm. Gregory, you know, we'd, we'd, he'd, he'd have put that chance in or he'd have been there kind of thing. And, and yeah, just keeping him fit is just absolutely vital. Let, let's just talk about Nathaniel Mendes-Lang. We, I know we've put, um, talked about him a little bit already, but um, for me, I don't think he had a, a particularly poor game. But again, it's just that 
the whole is not a striker. And for me, like I, I know, I know we've already said, you know, uh, where would you where would you play him? And and it almost kind of we've come to the conclusion that he'd have to he'd have to drop to the bench because you know how well Hunt and and Johnson have been playing. But um, I said there were there were times where he's drift, drifted wide. Um, and he kind of needed to be in the box and just just don't quite get in the right areas for me. And I think in the second half he looked absolutely knackered. So I weren't I weren't really surprised when Shadipo came on for him. But what's your thoughts being on Mendes Lang then? I know. I've yeah, I think I think. Well, even even in that game, like you say, the most effective when he's out wide, and that's when he looks good and looks dangerous. So, do you just think that the formation perhaps doesn't? suit Mendes Lang well it does it's just that other people are playing better but, when is, he, it, but is, he, is he more a 4-3-3 a three, three as a no 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 he played fine he played well when before when he was playing on the wing before he got injured or wing back whatever it is yeah he was playing well it's not an issue it's just because there's yeah other... but that's not really his position though Liam is it I, I, well, no, no, no. I'm thinking he, listen he's doing a job he's playing well no no but, but he's not playing there now that's what I'm saying and when he was playing there he was playing well so Obviously, I just, I just think not, it fits. It's not. It's not his natural. Why. His natural position is a winger. But come on, wing backs now are pretty much wingers, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, Let's they be are, honest. Like, they, are, they are. They are different. They are different. And I, I kind of agree with you, James. I'll be honest with you. I he's, think, a, he's a four-three-three. Yeah, yeah. He, but what it? I'm saying is, he shouldn't be playing up front. And if he's not playing up front, then he's not playing at the moment. And that's yeah. End of. And in this mm. formation, he should be playing right or left wing. Or wing back, whatever it is that we're playing at the moment, mm. and I wouldn't, I wouldn't change the team for him to play where he wants to play. Like, so, 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 so few he misses out. Mendes Lang should be on the bench. Well, yeah, at the moment, the yeah, yeah, at the moment, yeah. Fair. I mean, to be fair, you could argue that as an impact sub, you'd kind of want him there, wouldn't you? Because oh, he, yeah. you could bring him on, and it could, he could change a game if, if we need. But then, to. where are you bringing him on? Well, you'd be bringing Johnson off or Hunt, wouldn't you? Really, depending on you're so bringing you him on to. Bring so you're you're completely against him up up top. So you're saying yeah. you're not, you wouldn't bring you'd bring Patterson on before Mendes Lang up top. Yeah, but obviously Berahino would be would be playing instead of. Yeah, Mendes but Lang. I mean, if there was a change, yeah, uh, yeah, you would put Patterson well first. Well, I mean, if you if you bring if you if you're trying to change it up and bring bring a sub on, then maybe you put him up top because you, you're trying to change the game, aren't you? And, you, and you're probably going to change the game because you're either drawing or 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 losing you're not going to bring him on when you're when you're winning to do that but for but for me yeah like I well like probably... we were saying earlier the thing is like i'm not questioning that because i don't think looking at it and first half i don't think he had a bad game i don't think he had a bad game last week but his best bits are cutting him from the wing putting a ball in or trying to have a shot well the, the goal he scored when, when, I, can't, I can't remember we scored the goal against but that will like peak Nathaniel Mendes Lang were, you know, yeah, like yeah. cutting in, curled but it. But the thing, like you were saying, if he's supposed to be playing up front and he's cutting in and putting a ball in, he needs to be where he's putting the ball because mm-hmm. we're a man light in the middle. That's the but again. Come back to James's point. Possibly it's because he's so used to being on the wing, he drifts out there, and that's natural for him. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I get that, and that's what I mean. I think at the moment we'd I prefer to have. Berahino playing up front, or even Patterson yeah. before him. I yeah. get, and I get. He's obviously got that pace, and you know, I said it in the week. If he was playing off the shoulder, like a bit like Vardy, that kind of, 
you know, that's what you're putting him there for, to use his pace. I wouldn't mind him playing there, but that's not how he's playing, so... Well, I think that's dictated by the other teams, isn't it, really? They're not giving us space in behind to, for him to run into. He's having to come to feet, and like I said, that just does not suit him whatsoever. Uh, let's move on to Harley Dean, then. Uh, absolutely solid for me. Um, won absolutely everything in the air. You look at the stats, and I think he won more than this, but this is what who scored have said. 13 aerials won, which, if you compare that to the whole of AFC Wimbledon, they won 15. So he nearly won more headers than uh, than the whole of AFC Wimbledon side. Um, he was just classed on uh, on Saturday. He just, like I said, he, he won everything. He's, he's got the dark arts as well. There were a few times where they tried to play a ball over the top to catch us on the counter-attack. He just grabbed the player on the halfway line, just held him, couldn't get away from him, and, you know, stuff like that that, that you know, he's been around the game for, for a while, hasn't he? So he knows what he's doing. I kind of... I think he's 31, 32. Sure, I think he's in his 30s now, yeah. So he's uh, he is, is a footballer knocking on a little bit. But like I say, he's been around the game for, for quite some time now. And I, I kind of like him touching Sin in the way that he plays, but he's, ju- he's just so calm on the ball and just so, you know, calm and collected, knows what he's doing. Just looks very experienced. Yeah. And, and he did exactly, you know, he did exactly what you needed him to do on. On Saturday, you know, I know we conceded a goal. He'd probably love to have kept a clean sheet, but uh, what he so would you would you give him another contract? Would, would you well not another contract because he's on loan, but would you take him permanently? Yeah, we're, we're gonna well, I'm gonna talk about that a little bit later, but might as well talk about it now. He, he came out in the press and he said that um, he doesn't see a future at Birmingham. He's got another year left on his contract. I don't think him and Lee Bowyer see eye to eye. For me, absolutely hundred percent. I would give him a contract, whether we're in League One or in the Championship. I would have him as as a centre back for, so you, for next you've, season. You've seen enough of Harley Dean. Yeah, I know he's not played a great deal, and I know that's, that's what I mean. I haven't, I haven't really. Well, I think no one's really seen a great deal of him. Fisher for Wednesday, so that's why it's hard for me to really say, yeah, give him a give him a deal. Well, what, what, what I've what I've seen, he doesn't look like it's a flash in the pan kind of thing. From you know that looks like until until he came towards he played pretty much forty games a season didn't he every season in the mm. championships but I think it'd be fair play to him he's been injured and he's pretty much come straight back in and yeah we just need to for me I'd give him a contract if he stays fit again, what, that's depending, depending on what league or does it no matter? no I'd just give it him yeah okay okay um, I think it was pretty clear that he just didn't like say didn't fit in because he played like I say he's played pretty much every nearly every game of every season until recently. So. Yeah, until Lee Bowie has kind of come in. So and I just think, but what we do need, it's a shame about Story, and um, I hope everything's all right his side, but we needed, we could have done with that back three being yeah. secure because that's what, you know, I mean, even earlier in the season when we weren't having maybe the best, you know, when well when we had the injuries, but you look at our best spells of maybe clean sheets or results, it's when we have had a settled back three when Palmer. Oh, that's our foundation, right? Palmer Johnson yeah. and Dunkley three, started playing well together, and then obviously oh. more recently it was. Who was it until Dean came back? What were we, who were we playing? Hutch. G- Gibson were playing as well, weren't he? he played a few. Yeah, games. we seem to get. It's just that, and then obviously we had a bit of a shake when Dean came back in. We had a shaky half an hour, didn't we? But it just. We just need well, to get we, that settled, don't we? We've had a bit of inconsistency, hasn't we, at the back? We've had like Marvin Johnson playing there, Palms has played there, Dunkley. Callum Patterson's played there. 
But I mean, but I mean, but once we have had a bit more settled, exactly. we've got some right. runs, haven't we? But so we just need to just kind of yeah. try and settle that. But yeah, we should be all right. Well, on consistency in in the back three, the other one is Dominic Iorfa. Um, his performance not his best. I'm going to say. Um, I thought it were a poor performance from from Dom. I know he's come back from injury. Yeah, but it seems like he's still trying to find his feet. I think from his from his long term injury, isn't it? So yeah, he just lacked confidence for me, and I think. I think he's like confidence all season. I know you think he's been out for forever. He seems to come back in spells, doesn't he, and then gone again. And yeah, he's he played quite a few games this season, at the early part of the season, which I think, well, I've certainly forgot. I didn't realise how many games he'd actually played this season, but obviously he's had another long injury. And yeah, he just, someone behind me likened him to uh, having having four legs. And, um, you know, that, that, that was the point where he kind of, I've never seen someone tackle themselves on the halfway line, which he which he did, and he got himself all tied up. Someone on Twitter, you know, likened him to a baby giraffe, and yeah, it it, it did look look a bit like that. That I know he's not the the greatest on the ball. You know, he likes to run with it, doesn't he? And he likes them road forward. That's not really his, his attributes, is it? It's his no. pace. It's he's he's strong. He's you, not a ball. He's not. I wouldn't say he's a ball playing centre half. No. Do you know for me what I think it is is when you look back at his one of his like best seasons. We're, we're at the season obviously the season where we got relegated. Were he out, were he out for for much of that? I think he were, weren't he? Um, but I can't remember the, the, ta- the times where we, I offer has been in in the side when we've not been playing well. You know when we've been under the cosh. You know he weren't there for the um, promotion. You know the playoff seasons and what have you. So when when we've had Iofa, he's been kind of I think someone said it on, on, in the debate show. He's like a last ditch defender. So when he when he runs back and kind of mops up the mistakes and and gets back and stops a goal, you think, oh, well, what a fucking hell, what a player he is, kind of thing. You but know then, what? But then we're not we, we don't have them. We don't this season. We haven't come up against many teams where we've been under the cosh and he can do that. Obviously, he's been out for quite a while. We've been playing teams that just let us play, and I think that kind of highlights. Kind of how he's, you know, his his negative parts of the game. Like you said, he's not a ball playing defender. I, I just personally think. Now listen, tell me if I'm wrong. A three at the back doesn't suit him. I think he he's better in a two. Now you might say no. He's played three loads of times. He's been you know man the match. Which okay, fair enough. But for me personally, when I've seen him, I think he looks more solid, more comfortable playing in a two. Yeah, I don't think. Playing right centre half is his is his bag at all. Like I don't think that's his his position. Would he have played him there instead of Dunkley? Hundred percent. Like yeah. I don't think I don't, you know if it, if he had come out and put Dunkley there, I'd have been thinking, what the fuck? But are like you said, he could have he could have put Hutchie there and put Marvin there, put Mendes Lang. Yeah. I, I think playing Nyofa was totally the right decision. I just don't think he had a good game, and I think the, the yeah. decision to drag him after what were it sixty minutes or just over sixty minutes was probably the right decision because uh, he, he you know. He could have really dented his confidence. There were a couple of bad touches and bad, you know, um, like I said, that one where where he fell out, like, tackled himself, and like it's just a lack of a lack of uh, of games. So it's just yeah, it's just game time, isn't it? And I like you say, I think I think he I think he is better in a two as well, more like there. You know, yeah, it just seems like he's like more comfortable. A, right? Yeah, no, yeah, like a Vidic Ferdinand situation where he'll yeah. play he'll play with someone. Will go and get like Dunkley, say for example. He'll go and win all the aerial battles, and he does the stuff, I think the covering, the covering stuff. You know what I mean, stuff like yeah. that. And but yeah, it, we'll see how he gets on. Yeah, definitely. Um, right, just want to um, 
mention our Patreon membership. Uh, for just £6 a month, you can get access to all the interviews that we've done over the um, previous months, uh, over 30 to listen to straight off the bat. Not only that, but you also get access uh, to our members-only chat, Wednesday Arts chatting all week about, well, Wednesday. <laughs> um, you know, we also get the chance to win some Wednesday merchandise as well, courtesy of the Terrace, who allow, to give it, who allow us to do a giveaway each and every week. Uh, for those that don't know, uh, the Terrace do all sorts of club merchandise, mouse mats, bar runners, mugs, replica retro shirts, you name it, they do it. Head over to the theterrasestore.co.uk to have a look at what they have to offer. Uh, remember that all you have to do to be entered into that prize draw is to sign up to Patreon. Um, to do that, it's really simple. Just go to patreon.com forward slash WTIDpod um, and follow the simple instructions over there. Uh, this week's winner um, is Steve Ward. So congratulations, Steve. Drop me a message, get in touch. Uh, we've got a few different prizes for you to choose from. And like I said, drop us a message and we'll uh, we'll sort that out for you. So um, talking points then, um, just a couple. Liam, our home form is absolutely ridiculous, isn't it? When you when you look at it, um, everyone cries out for a for you know their home ground to be the so called fortress. I know we've talked about it, but I'll just run through fourteen wins, which is joint first, two defeats, that's top. Um, goals for forty three, which is second to only Oxford, who I think scored one more. Goals against seventeen. Uh, with joint third, I think Plymouth and Sunderland have conceded less. Um, goal difference is twenty six, which is the which is the best at home out of any team in League One. Forty seven points again is top, and um, yeah, like I said we spoke about it earlier. Hillsborough is becoming a fortress, isn't it, this season, mate? When have we ever? Like, I can't even think when we've ever been this good at home. Well, it's funny you should say that because I, I had a look because I thought exactly the same. I'm thinking, when have we been this good at home? And I, I looked and I think the 2015-2016 season, we got 47 points at home. So obviously we've got that we've got that now. So we, we, were, we finished on the same number of points as, um, as we have got now. The 2016-17 season, when we got to the playoffs again, obviously lost to Huddersfield, same, 47 points. <laughs> So, uh, can I just ask quickly, what was our home form like when we got promoted at a League One last time? I've not looked that far back. Should I look that far back? I think you need to. I'll have a. Um, I've got a feeling that we we were we were quite good. I'll be honest with you. Probably were, but it, it does. You know, I thought it would. You know, it looks like we're going to be a better. You know, it's going to be our best home form for quite some a long time. time. Yeah. If yeah. we managed, hopefully, we managed oh, to pick up some points. Yeah. In the next two home games that we've got, what Crew and Portsmouth, I think it is that we've uh, that we've got left. If we if we get into the playoffs, no one in those playoffs will want to play us. Yeah, that's the, the only thing that's is that I'm, the only, I know we can still catch Plymouth and what have you, and maybe even MK Dons. And I'll read a tweet out later on. Someone's even asked, "Is is uh, automatic still on?" Kind of thing. But you, um, the only thing is, I think. If we get the playoffs, it's probably more than likely going to be fifth or sixth, which means the home leg is going to be the first one. But saying that, win four nil in the in the in the home leg could be game over kind of thing. So, um, but yeah, like I, I just the hills were being a fortress kind of thing. It just it's what you want in it. Like as a as a season ticket holder, I mean, I I know we're going to go, we're going to be going to Bolton. You're going to Bolton and then MK Dons. And you've been to a few away games this season, but 
you, know, you go to all the home games. You want to play. You want to play. Well, yeah, home, no, exactly. You? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And like I say, it definitely feels like. I mean, twelve, eleven, twelve, whenever it was, twelve, thirteen. What year? Eleven, twelve. Eleven, twelve. Yeah. I weren't a season ticket holder at that point. I went to quite a lot of games, but yeah, we're the same. It <laughs> feels it feels like a long time for me, anyway. Yeah, definitely. Probably, hey, obviously, that's um, like amplified, you know, by the crap couple of years we have had. So it's like, Giles, do you think that the players are almost like to a point where they think they can just beat anyone at this point, especially at home? Definitely seems like that, doesn't it? Like you said, the 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 the. If you've only lost two games at home, you must the be going out there thinking, we're going to fucking beat these easy. 100%. The consistency that they're putting in at home, results-wise, is is crazy. I think it's, it's probably playing to his... Thinking when any home gets... Sorry to interrupt you. At home, they must be thinking, we can beat anyone. I'm telling you, that, that must be the player's mentality at the moment. Yeah, and it must be a point where it kind of almost plays you know, against us in that teams are going to come and... No matter what team they are, I know we're getting to the end now, so some you know some of the games are like dead rubber kind of thing. But although saying, well, like the Portsmouth game at the end of the season might totally be dead rubber, but you look at teams and they they like they're almost a point is a good result. If you put it this way, if if we were coming up against a team that have only lost two games all season at their at their own ground at this stage, I'm a point. I'm taking a point. Do you know what I mean, you're not, you're not, do you know what I mean? So, so maybe teams, I think it goes against us in that teams are going to do exactly like what the last three teams have done uh, at home. And just, it's good though, because now we're seeing that we can beat sides who, if they want to part the bus as such, we're finding ways of, of winning, even if it's last minute, uh, last minute goals. Um, and also we can beat teams who think, all right, let's actually try and bring it, and take it to to Sheffield Wednesday, so it, it's really good that we can we can find ways of beating teams differently, and that that's massive, massive. Yeah, yeah. Definitely, I, I was going to. Um, we asked a question as well, like we always do. Um, if there's anything you want us to discuss, we ask it on Twitter, of course. So I'm just going to read through some of these. We haven't prepped any of these, so uh, totally off the bat. Um, let's have a, let's have a look what we've uh, what we've got. Um, Owen's asking how crucial that Bailey Peacock uh, Farrell save was, arguably as big as Gregory's goal. I think we've already uh, we've already touched that one. Here we go. Tim Tim Sanderson. Uh, he's put. Can we sneak automatics? So looking at the League One table as it stands at the moment, we've we've played forty games, seventy two points. Wigan are on eighty points. They've only played thirty eight. So they've got two games in hand over us. Rotherham. They've same 80 points they played 39 so they've got one game in hand do you think we've got what six games left that's 18 points can we overturn an eight eight point deficit in six games ne- Liam? Ne- never say never but i'm not uh i'm, I'm not, not i'm not open on it i'm not putting any money on it, put it that I, way. I don't think so yeah, I mean, you're looking here. So, I mean, Rotherham are probably the, the worst side in terms of their recent form out of out of the top six or seven teams. They've they've lost two. Well, they've only won one of the last five. You know, draw, drawing two and losing two. Wigan, they've not lost in the last five. Three wins and two draws. Same, uh, you know, similar to the form that we've got. MK Dons, they're probably the the form team. Four wins and a draw in the last five games. So. 
yeah, we're, we're asking for for those three sides to basically absolutely capitulate. Aren't we're we? asking for a miracle. <laughs> yeah. How many How many of those sides are we playing? We've got MK Dons. Uh, we've, got, we've got Bolton next, and then it's MK Dons on, the, well, it was supposed to be Good Friday, but it's now the Saturday game. It's on Sky. Um, and we play Wickham, but Wickham are, are below us at the moment. So out of the, the teams at the top, we've played Rotherham twice. We've played Wigan twice. Played, Do they need to play each other? Uh, I've not checked that, but I don't. I, I think they've already played each other twice so far this season. But there, there is there is a lot of teams. Plymouth play pretty much every single team in the in the top six from now till the end of the season. So um, that th- that is you know that is one. But for me, autos, yeah, it's gone. I think auto. Mathematically, it can still happen, but we're asking for like you said, we're asking for a miracle. A bit unrealistic, really. but you never listen. Hey, hey, I'm one team like one team of it. One team having a shocker could happen, but I think asking for like three teams to have a shocker, yeah, I can't really see it. But like you say, if it happens, happy days. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Mm. Um, look at these questions. Quite a lot of the questions we have already covered. To be fair, um, North Yorkshire Owls has put, "Where's everyone drinking for the playoff final?" <laughs> That's mm. a bit uh, getting a bit ahead of ourselves a little bit. But I, I, I can't like, say anything. <laughs> I, I like I like his optimism. Do you know what I mean? Like it's look, it's good to be at this part of the season and having this sort of positivity. You know, it could quite easily be we could be sat here talking about are we going to finish eleven four twelve? Do you know what I mean in the in the season? So to be still in with a with a hunt, then you know, absolutely fantastic. Um, Wood seats owl. I don't really want to you know talk too much about this one, but why do fans leave early when it's one one? And we are chasing a winner. Last minute goals are the greatest feeling. I think we've. Uh... Well, I saw someone. I've sort of, like I said to you, I saw a few people tweeting about it, and I'll just. I can't. I don't know it. Well, again, I should write these things down because I'm rubbish, aren't I? My memory. But anyway, someone says I feel sorry for some people sat in front of me. They left on the 76th minute. I'm like, don't fucking feel sorry for him. It's their own bloody fault. Yeah, I know. I mean, we've already. Seen Obviously, it. unless people have to leave for whatever reason, they've got yeah. to get to work, or you know. They've got a genuine reason to leave other than I want Missing to beat, traffic. beat the traffic. traffic oh, yeah. I want to get home for X Factor or something. I don't know. I must admit, I, were, I mean, I, t- I did tweet like saying, you know, um, that's why you stay till the end. I think, I, you know, I were stirring the pot. A little oh, bit yeah. Because, to... well, everyone knows our views on uh, <laughs> leaving the game early. Yeah. Yeah. But, but yeah, that's why you stay till the end. 91st minute winner. Um, mm. Right. Just another, um, another thing then. Obviously. Going away from Sheffield Wednesday for a, a, just a second. Obviously, England have been drawn in the same group for the World Cup as Iran, USA, and then one of either Scotland, Wales, or Ukraine. And it got me thinking: how many American players have played for uh, played for Sheffield Wednesday in uh, in history? So, um, I mean, just another point as well. Incidentally, it was the Owls Americas annual meetup in New York this weekend. So big shout to all the American Wednesdayites that do listen to us. Hopefully that meet went all right. I mean, obviously we won in the last minute winner, so I'm sure it did, but I've not seen uh, much on it because Owls Americas have blocked us on Twitter, but not sure why, but hey-ho. But yeah, I hope that, uh, hope that meetup went all right. But yeah, go on then. Let's. Um, how many do you think over the years the American... Players I don't, I don't know the number, but I could only get two. So, how many, how many have you got, Giles? How many can you think of? Well, I'll tell. I'll tell you. They were. They were I'm going to th- cheat. I'm going to cheat. Uh, listen, you've cheated. I've got two. No, I've got two. Yeah. But before when we were speaking about it, and 
and then Liam gave me a name. It made me think, oh yeah, him. <laughs> I've taken that, so I've got three. <laughs> He's got three, you got that. <laughs> well, there's five. There's five in total. So go on then, Liam. Let's have your let's have your I two. I had Simek and Hawks. Yeah, th- to be fair, when I when I looked up this, they were the two that I, I couldn't think of the other three. So I, I I did have them. I did have them two. Who's the second one you said? John Arks. Oh yeah, okay. back in uh, or our time. <laughs> na- what nineteen ninety to ninety three? Something like that. So yeah. in the glory years, you know, way back, way back when. Um, mm. I think it, we, at the time we record, we record this on Sunday. I think it was back in on this day back in ninety three when. Uh, well, I don't really need to tell many people, do I? When we when we played Sheffield United in the uh, in the semi final down at Wembley, and John Oakes played in that in that game. Uh, signed him from the Albany Capitals way back, way back when. But uh, yeah, the one Frank Simic. That's one for you then. Who did we sign Frank Simic from? Oh, I know this. I know this now. I can't remember. Go uh, on. Uh, it were English club, weren't it? Yep, English club. Were it Bolton? No. Oh, don't tell me. Hang on. I've just said that. I've rushed that. <laughs> oh, just give me five. Just, just let's just All right, talk we'll, amongst we'll... yourselves. <laughs> Go on then, Giles. Whilst he tries to remember who we signed Frank Simic from. I think uh, you know what I think. Go on, he, Giles, because someone who the, one of the names that Giles has got, yeah, didn't he play for Bolton? Yes, he that's did. that's all right. Go that's on where then. that's come from. Anyway, go on. You you speak to Giles about his players. Well, that now. One, we'll start with that one. Go on then. Who was it? Who was? sorry? Stuart Holden. Stuart Holden. Yeah, on loan from Bolton, twenty thirteen. Only played four times for us, mm-hmm. but yeah. So that's Great uh, guy. Great that, guy. That's three of the five that we've got, and uh, and who's your other one? You know I'm terrible with names. I can't even, I can't even remember. Gucci was a Gucci on you. A Gucci on you. That's him. Yes, 2014 and a half. Yeah, signing from QPR. 18 games. I must admit, I can't remember him at all. Can't played 18 games, but yeah, um, he was capped 69 times for USA. Believe it or not. Yep. So, um, so yeah. Have you have you have you thought of where Simic we signed Simic from? I might have to have a clue. A clue? Uh, was it, was it, uh, it's a Premier League a Premier League side. A top Premier League oh, side. It's, it's, uh, it's Arsenal, isn't it? It's Arsenal, yes. But he, so, went, he was on loan at various other yeah, clubs. Yeah, he, 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 he never played for Arsenal, but we, well, yeah, we signed yeah, him on, yeah. a free, on a free transfer from uh, from Arsenal back in 2005. What a player. One of my favourite players. USA. Un- over 100 appearances, two goals as well. So, uh, do you know what? He, he, I think we said it before, but he reminded me of uh, Derek Geary. Mate, and he was, he they, they replaced each other. I, like, I love <laughs> Geary. Yeah. And then he went to them lots. So well, yeah, I hate him now. Until we get him on podcast for an interview. But anyway, um, the other one, go on then. Can anyone name the other one? The, not, the fifth one? Not a clue. No, not a clue. James Murphy. To be fair, I, can't, I, 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 I didn't know this one either, but... Apparently, uh, he was here from between 2012-2014 as like a youth player, but he made one substitute appearance in the cup against Cambridge. Well, What's his I, name? I could have been here all week. James Murphy. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I would have got that. <laughs> yeah. James Murphy. Yeah. Obviously, didn't make, him, make much of an impression on you, Giles, because you can't even remember him. But yeah, well, I he was were, there, wouldn't I? Well, he was, yeah, he was a youth player, but like I said, he, he came on off the bench against Cambridge in the cup. So uh, there you go, five five American players. So mm. uh, so yeah, there we there we go. Um, I just want to we'll, we'll 
results from teams around us. We'll come on to that when we when we talk about the uh, the next game. But I just want to talk about the April Fools' joke that that um, you might have seen on Twitter. Um, over sixty five thousand people saw that uh, saw that tweet that I put out on Friday. Um, you know, the the one where I said that we've changed his name to the Red Bull Owls. Some people found it funny. Some people. Can't take a joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some people said that I need to try harder. Some people said that it was the worst April Fools that they've ever seen in their entire life, which I think is a bit of an over exaggeration. But hey ho! But I mean, look if you if you saw it, it it were intended for a bit of a giggle and a bit of a laugh. If you you know if you saw it and and it did that, great. But it did get me thinking. What would you, Liam? What would you think if that was actually true and? we'd become the Red Bull Owls. Are you bothered? No, not really. We think it might give us a better setup. I don't know. I don't really know how the I don't know how the Leipzig and whoever else they've got. Who's the, who's the New one? York Red Bulls. Uh, there's Red Bull Is it Leipzig? Yeah RB Leipzig in it and then yeah. it's Red Bull Salzburg, Salzburg is the other one. Yeah, yeah. I mean I don't know. I the Red Bull Arena. How would that sit with you? Just a, it's just a ground. He's, well, he's, he's shaking his head at me. I don't really know. I don't know. I've not thought about it. I don't think it would be like as 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 much as like people would say. Oh, we're selling out. Da, 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 da. As Transiri, I don't think the fans would be very happy with it. Well, they? what's Transiri done? He and they weren't happy with that. Were they? Slap Transiri all over the ground and whatever else. It's I, I am I am I'm amazed. It's not called the D the D taxis. D taxis that don't even exist and <laughs> elevate. Yeah. So I think yeah, it's already happening. Yeah, it's already happened. It's just not as good as it. Is. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, I think I missed the trick with that April Fool. I should have done it the, the Carabao Owls or something like that. That perhaps would be a bit more apt. But uh, for me, I mean, if it meant long term stability for the club financially, you know, and we could. It meant we could spend more money on players and stuff like that, and we had a decent. Well, yeah, and I think I think, it, and if it meant that we'd actually get a decent like training, not game. a setup. No, not even <laughs> that. The philosophy, the like I always I keep saying, Bournemouth, Brentford, an actual vision for longer than five minutes. <laughs> yeah, rather than chuck shit at a wall and see if it sticks. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. but on, on anyway, the fl- that's again, as I always say, when we come onto these things, I could spend a. Good two-hour special ranting and raving about all that yeah. kind of stuff. I mean, for me, yeah, like I said, if it's long-term stability, that's fantastic. But I, I still, it doesn't sit right because we should, we are Sheffield Wednesday, aren't we? Do you know what I mean? If I, I can't be, you know, Red Bull Owls. It just looks a bit naff, doesn't it? Really, it's not no, the team. It's not yeah, the team that we supported. That, that, and that st- side of it, if it was actually called the Red Bull Owls, you know? yeah, that's what I mean. That's what that's what that's what the question was. Well, yeah, no, but no, but it, there's a lot more. Red Bull, Red Bull becoming a part of the team, like a part of the yeah, it's part of the name. Like they've done. Like honestly, listen, eighty percent of fans would not. Oh no, no, no! But I'm saying right. But then would you sacrifice for Red Bull being part of the name? Fucking Red Bull Wednesday, whatever the Red Bull Owls, whatever it was, whatever there would be, would you swap that for us being ten times better than what we are? It's a difficult one, isn't it? Probably not. Because what? Because of, of the history and all that crap? Or do you want to... Well, yeah, but why do we... Not saying it's crap and obviously we've got a great history and whatever else. But what do we moan about every week? What do people... Oh, premiership and whatever else. If it meant we got there... But we can still and, get there. Yeah, yeah. I, well, we could do. But what I'm saying is, 
if it meant that we got there quicker. Well, not even that. If we got we got there quicker and we had a better setup in every way, know. which which mean. way, I shape, and form. Like I don't like all that shit, me. <laughs> I mean that. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not a massive fan of it. I'm just playing <laughs> playing devil's advocate, yeah. <laughs> as he always does. Yeah, like I said. I mean, no, Illsbury's getting a bit tired, and if it meant a new ground and stuff, you know. I mean, to be fair, if it meant a new ground, perfectly honest. I hate all the new grounds. To be like, yeah, uh, unless you get to like an Emirates or something that's you know, or the or the Tottenham Stadium, which is like out of this world. Not been there. Like to go there at some point, but if it just meant that we ended up with like another Pride Park or a Riverside or you know, well, it's like these Bolt, like Bolton and Wigan. They were like the first lot of these newer. Yeah, yeah. They're obviously a bit old. They're not old. I mean, but... Bolton, obviously, we're going there this week, this weekend. Like, it's, at least that's a little bit different in that it's like a different shape. But, you know, if it's like the Hull, Middlesbrough, Derby, they're all the, the same. You could literally be anywhere. You know, if you just change the colour of the seats, you could say you were somewhere totally different and you wouldn't even know, would you? Um, I, I hate them, them sorts of, them sorts of ground. But, uh, but yeah, it's a, it's a no from me if we're having to, uh, if I'm to vote. And that's why I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> You're fired. <laughs> um, upcoming fixtures then. Just mention it. Bolton Wanderers on Saturday. Me and you were going, Liam. Should be uh, looking forward to it. Yeah, first away game that I've got to this season. Like I said, we. Well, I've not ended up doing as many as I wanted to. To be fair, but yeah, it should be should be decent. We're sat in the. Um, Top tier, aren't we? Bang in the middle behind, behind so, the goal. Yeah, yeah. Tickets could, came the other day, to be fair. But so. we could be anywhere, to be fair. Stood <laughs> yeah. up. Could be where, you know, where, where we end up. But uh, yeah, just looking at them, they're 11th in the league. They've got 59 points, 13 points shy of the total that we're on currently. Their form, bit indifferent in the last five. Two wins, two draws and one defeat. So eight points from the last 15. <laughs> Obviously, another sold out away allocation, which pretty much has been... Have they given us some more, or have we not demanded any more? Uh, I don't don't think think they've given us all of that. Oh, Oh, I'm thinking MK, aren't I? Sorry. Yeah, they've given us all of that standard. They've given us all the bottom, or 5,000 tickets, I think, we've sold for Bolton. So, should be a good. What's it like, Giles, when, obviously, when when you were playing for us, we've we've always had the, the. the away support that we've that we've had and sold out everywhere. What's it like when? Because obviously you play for different clubs and and what have you. When you go into these grounds and you just see a packed out away end, it yeah. must be great, surely. Amazing, amazing. Does it give you a lift as a player? Oh, 100 percent. Like I said, I keep going back. Chesterfield, um, Grimsby on the weekend. Grimsby sold all their allocated allocated tickets. Unbelievable atmosphere. But Sheffield Wednesday, they always always sell out. Yeah, like I keep thinking back to the first game of the season when I scored against Brighton. I think there was like, I might be wrong, but I'm sure there was more than 5,000 there. I think it was about 7,000 we brought to Brighton. Yeah. Well, that was the opening game of the season, weren't it? Opening, yeah. It was unbelievable. Well, if you look at that, there was a table, didn't there, that came out with top 30. Yeah. And I think there was us in Sunderland, obviously. They were good attendance, but was it only us two in League One that were in the top 30? Well, which is which is mad, isn't it? But, for me, it's just the, like, like I said, the away. <clears throat> obviously, this season, all the away allocations are a lot less because obviously the grounds are, are smaller and what have you. And I think there's only been maybe one or two. Um, I think Plymouth, we didn't sell sell out for Plymouth away just because of the sheer distance that you have to travel to get there kind of thing. But I think all, all the other ones we, we have sold out and, you know, it's 
the, the away games are the best, aren't they? For, for in terms of atmosphere and stuff like that, everyone's yes. all singing. I think for any team, any team that sells all their allocated tickets, it's as a player, yeah, and especially in some of these grounds, we've actually got more than Accrington. I think we had more than the um, exactly yeah. Gillingham. They gave us. I think we nearly had just well, we're just shy of half of the attendance was. So you kind was of us. turned the away game into kind of like a home fixture in a way. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's mental, Man, isn't it? Like to, that you bring. I just it's it's funny because I, I can't think of supporting a team. I know obviously it might be different when, when, when we're in the championship and what have you, get bigger allocations and such. But I can't imagine supporting a team where you could literally just go to any away game that you wanted, like. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? It's uh, weird. Do you think AFC not... Wimbledon have, have TPP points or whatever? <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, it's weird, isn't it? And it's I suppose it's different as well for us because when they come to us, it looks like they've brought no one, but in them smaller grounds, well, they, they brought... might actually have a few. Do you know what I mean? Wimbledon it's... brought just shy of seven or just over seven hundred fans, uh, which looked like next to nothing. But when you look at they get seven thousand fans to a to a home game, like it's a, it's a decent, it's a decent following for a minute, and it's not exactly down the road. Is it's it? weird, isn't it? Because it's like, well, as there always, it's like two sides are coin for us because we're we're lucky to. Have, I mean, without, but in the city we've got good football. I think let's be honest, we've grown yeah. up. We've got two, we've got a proper rivalry. We've got a proper derby. Big city, two as well, yeah. two good old grounds with lots of history and all this that and the other. Whereas other other grounds and but then but my kind of point where I'm sidelining to here is now we're where we are and we don't fill the ground does it come as a disadvantage to us because we do lose atmosphere etc etc but then if we do get back to where we want to be we'll get more people through the door so it's a bit of a I don't know I don't know what the point was there it was just a bit of a, a, <laughs> it's bit fine. Of a tangent I mean to be fair we have gone off on a bit of a tangent because we were talking about Bolton this weekend coming up so uh yeah Bolton have pretty much got nothing to play for, really. They were kind of making a bit of a charge, weren't they? But they've kind of faltered in recent weeks, and they've, you know, they're, they're all mo- most, const- you know, um, could have been staying in League One this uh, for next season. I, I do think the game is going to go on Saturday, Giles. I mean, away- our away form. I know we've been talking about his own form. Away form's not been fantastic, a bit inconsistent. But going into the last six games of the season, we've got to be in, you know supremely confident form you know when we when we go and play Bolton Wanderers surely definitely got to be confident every game now going into it we've got to be confident um, but that doesn't mean it's going to be an easy game what's it like, they've, game. they've pretty much got nothing to play for what's it like then when, when you are when you have got nothing to play for do you do you just kind of throw caution to win because it doesn't really matter if you win, win lose or sometimes draw sometimes it can work in your favour you know, because you know, you've got nothing to, there's no pressure. You can play relaxed. It's like, if we win, we win. If we lose, we lose. But sometimes you could play your best football when, you're, when your mindset's like that, right? Yeah. But other times, people might, like they say, you've heard in the past, you have your, your flip-flops on already. <laughs> yeah. And it can be a nightmare. You know, it can be an absolute shambles. Try, oh, yeah, I suppose um, as well, when we've been talking, yeah, you were talking about um, contracts and what have you on, on Wednesday. I suppose it could be in that situation. If they've got a few players that are out of contract in the summer, mm-hmm. they they could you know not turn up because they're thinking, well, this is a nothing game for us. We're not going anywhere. Why should I go in for that challenge kind of thing? Mm-hmm. I'm going to, I don't want to get in. But then again, it works the same way, you know, if we flip the script and say, well, okay, our contract, it's an opportunity for 
to play well against Sheffield Wednesday. You never know Shot Sheffield window, Wednesday yeah. might sign you. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's happened a few times. How many players that we've signed because uh, when we spoke to managers, because we they've had a good game against us, kind of thing. So uh, yeah, I mean, are, are you confident, Liam, going into Saturday? Yeah. That's what I think. I don't know. I'm just going to pull score out of thin air. Two uh, 0 yeah, I mean, look, if we come away with a 2 0 win, I'll be absolutely over the moon. Like, I just think one thing I'll think about this earlier. It'd be nice to keep a clean sheet, wouldn't it? Yeah, I mean, I'll think about this earlier. Bolton, they're not going to come and just park the bus. They're at home. So, you know, in terms of we've gone to some grounds, Gillingham, it looked like, you know, the facilities aren't great, the pitch is small, not much room, and what have you. Bolton Stadium is a, it's a Premier League stadium, isn't it? You know what I mean? It's, it's big. I don't know. I don't know the pitch dimensions, but I can only imagine that it's a fairly wide pitch, probably comparable to Hillsborough. We like to, like we mentioned earlier, we like to get I mean, the ball. They like down. to play football, don't they? I think. Yeah, and that plays side. into our hands, doesn't and it? I think really? the only problem is, and I don't know, might be sounding big headed here, but everyone seems to want to beat us or do some. You know, if if it comes down to like, let's try and spoil them going up, and that that's what seems seems to be like against us do you know what I mean but yeah. I don't know we should be alright though like you say they've got nothing to really play for other than trying to upset us I suppose yeah which I'm, you know, I'm sure they'll be, I'm sure they'll be trying but like I said for me I think it'll play into our hands I think we'll um, we play our better football when like you said when teams come at us a little bit and I think that's going to be the case on Saturday I've just had a look as well um, with the, t- the games that include the teams around us and I'll kind of just touch on the um, the results from some of the teams that are around us as well. Rotherham didn't play because obviously they were playing in their third cup final of the of the season in the uh, Papa John's Trophy. Wigan, they dropped points against Bolton. Um, the other big one were Plymouth who played Oxford and beat them. So they were obviously two teams that are, that are around us. Plymouth, like I said, pretty much play every team that's that's around us until now until the end of the season. Sunderland with a late, late winner did what we did. If you think... Their fans must have been exactly the same as us. You know, like, they've got a late winner. Limbs, you know, absolutely loving it. And they've looked at the results and gone, fucking hell, Wednesday have scored as well. <laughs> I mean, that's that's what I thought when I, when I saw well, it. Well, I were having a debate, actually, with my brother-in-law. Because I obviously mentioned Sunderland. And I was a bit like, they've bottled it every year for the last however many years. I know you don't really, I don't know. I was I was playing them down a bit. To be fair, you think but... they're going to bottle it this season as well? Well, they might. Well, if the truth to form. <laughs> well, they've just crept, they've just crept in, haven't they? Crept in in, yeah, in yeah. sixth place. So we'll, we'll have to. I see. might be eating my words. <laughs> yeah, the other ones, uh, MK Dons and Wickham both won as well. The other the other one was Ipswich. They've they lost, so they're um, six points adrift of sixth now and eight points off of us, having played a game more. So pretty much uh, kiss goodbye to them once. That's you know I think I think there's like eight teams now. For me, in the in the hunt for them six places, you've just got, you know, those in the top six, and then Oxford and Wickham are perhaps the other two that can uh, potentially get in. Just looking at the teams, the games uh, this weekend: Rotherham at home to Charlton, Wigan away to Lincoln, MK. That's a big game. They've got AFC Wimbledon away. Obviously, a derby that's not a derby that's a derby kind of thing. Um, Plymouth away to Burton, uh, and the other big game is Oxford. Have got Sunderland, so one of those two teams are obviously going to going to slip up. Um, and then Wickham away to Gillingham. So, um, so yeah, it, we could hopefully we get a win on Saturday. It could be. Um, Thing is, like we keep saying, just do what we need to do. 
Yeah, and then if we have to play, we're going to have to beat them anyway, aren't we, if we're going through the playoffs, so... Definitely. Right, I'm going to um, wrap it up there. Thank you very much for everyone for listening. If you have enjoyed listening, then please make sure you subscribed. Uh, also, make sure you leave us a rating or a review. We really do appreciate it. And obviously, check out Patreon as well, patreon.com forward slash WTIDpod. And give us a cheeky little follow on Twitter as well. We're just nearing the 3,000 mark for Twitter followers, so it's at WTIDpod. Thank you very much, guys. Join us on Wednesday for the, for the debate show. Uh, and then we'll also have the Oppo's view on Friday for you as well when we talk to uh, a Bolton Wanderers fan. So uh, thank you very much. See you next week and uh, enjoy. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.